0: Dame. Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast, on Sunday the 28th of January 2024. I'm your host, Jan Train. Joining me today, Zachary verges I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and Robert Gabb. I got that
1: wrong.
2: Oh, you mispronounced.
1: Yeah, it's ipotame. I said tame.
0: I didn't even notice yeah.
2: <laughs> that distinction.
0: <laughs> Sorry, pertain. If Ipotane. Ip- or, a Ipotane? A pot- a pot- it's
2: probably a potany, Well, right. it's Greek, so. Yeah. By the way, wouldn't even pronounce even like that at all. A <laughs> It's definitely not that. So, there. it's rather than an
0: Italian accent. Great. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> so Greek. <laughs> <laughs> definitely
1: <Yeah>. not that. <laughs> well, yeah, there we go. Starts we
0: mean to go on. In- instant fail. <laughs> I realised today that hoi poloi is Greek. Is it? Yeah, and like because it means like the many, and like um, the the few would be like Oli, like oligarch, right? Oli oligarch, or something like that. (laughs) Wait, so it
1: becomes Russian?
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) I mean, just because the few run Russia doesn't mean the concept doesn't precede the nation of Russia. So wait, but the Greeks say. I suppose, yeah, Oli, I guess, could be like it's one of
1: those language things that's got about, I guess, like one of those prefixes. Well, is even actually
0: a Russian term? Or is that just oh, what a good we point? Them? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. It means rule of the few, doesn't it? All? Well, in Greek. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's not a Russian okay. term. No, it's just that Russia <laughs> is ruled by the few. Therefore, mm. it's a. It is these days. Yeah, you don't really hear people
1: like say that about any other nation, though, really, do you, particularly? Like, you don't sort of... Well, I'm sure you could about several I mean, other nations, if I mean, you wanted to. Yeah, it's if you're, true. Well, if, you're, well, if you're talking about, like, a dictatorship or something, do they, are they I mean, described so th- as oligarchs? Or, or just because they're
2: dictators, it's like... No, it's not dictators. It's it's businessmen that they refer to like that, right? Like, it's when mm. it's the high-class strata of that... Of That's that. true political engagement or whatever. I, I see. Oh, yeah, Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think everybody.
0: that's an evolution of the meaning of it, though, because... And I think the only like reason
2: a- we consider that as Russian oligarchs is, is that's just because that's the one place that we've heard about it. That's, that's the... It's that's because, you know, Russians are our traditional enemies in that regard or whatever. I'm sure if we were from, like, Brazil or something, it would be, like, Argentinian oligarchs or
0: something. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the oligarchs only happened after the Soviet Union collapsed, right? Well, yes. And then there was loads of um you know loads of natural resources and then the occasional person who managed to grab all of the natural resources of the state became the oligarchs right like and then bought all the football teams feudalism <laughs> is it yeah is
1: it just cuz like like compared to even like like as as you said like maybe there are argentinian ol- oligarchs but is it like just cuz the influence of the russian oligarchs is just like a magnitude higher than any other and that's why it's just because so it's well Europe. Known. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, or is it just extreme, Europe? Yeah. That's
0: that's the that's yeah. That's... People don't seem to pay attention to South America, do they? <laughs> just in general, yeah. Hmm. Unless it's football
1: again, or there's miners stuck in a cave.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> that
1: was a while ago, but everyone paid attention. I
0: mean, there's been another
1: one <laughs> recently, true. right?
2: Or was that that was somewhere in Asia, though? I think. Yeah, you're right. There was another one. Um, Might have been India, actually. Didn't get nearly as much coverage. Well, they got some, which is. I'm sure it's happening all the time and you don't hear about it. (laughs) Maybe not that severely. Well, no, yes, I'm sure it's only like one or two people, but I'm sure people are dying all the time in mines still to this day.
1: That's that's mines. Deep
2: Rock Galactic has taught us anything. (laughs) Well, you know, on Earth, at least you don't have giant bugs to deal with usually. (laughs) Usually. (laughs)
0: Unless you're in Australia. Yes, exactly. That's a whole different kettle of bugs. <laughs> is
1: there much mining to be done in Australia? Is it? Like... I think there's loads. That's yeah. where they, where, right. They sell where the all uranium the uranium comes from right? To, oh, yeah,
0: they sell all the coal to China, right? Don't they? From, oh, yeah. oh no, the coal. China do, do have coal themselves, but they sell a lot of stuff from open cast yes. mines to to China, I believe. <laughs> Iron ore and shit like that.
1: Mm. But, oh, uranium, yeah. yeah, it makes sense because I have got. It's one of those things, I guess, like you don't really, again, it's not really <laughs> said a lot in news coverage or like where all that stuff actually comes from, But it's just, so I just yeah. don't know. I've just got a lot of land mass, so a bit of me in my head was like, oh, they must they must do a lot of mining, right? Because they've got a lot yeah, of land that nobody particularly cares
0: about. Yep, they've the, got uh, those resources. Except the Aborigines, of course. <laughs> yeah. Even then, I don't think, I mean, obviously indigenous people but i don't i think australia was pretty sparsely populated oh sure yeah, yeah. it's not well, like everywhere America was sparsely populated was... by
2: indigenous people though that's kind of the void.
0: yeah but i don't know there was quite a few tribes obviously not to modern population densities at all but i think there were quite a few tribes of of uh, american indigenous
2: people yeah but that's that just a division though, right it's not like a population count just because there were a lot of tribes doesn't mean there was necessarily more of
0: them
1: I don't know that the phrase indigenous and number really correlate like at all
0: I think it's like, just because Australia is like a desert and, and the middle of America is like the perfect place to chill out and eat loads of well, yeah. buffalo <laughs> buffalo 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 exactly or bison i saw there's a whole right, the guy that makes all those awesome documentaries american documentaries um what's his name ken burns to the point where that effect of um rostrum camera over a still image is oh, yeah. known as the ken burns effect, yeah, because yeah, you use it in, in the yeah that was a whole thing wasn't it, it's called ken burns yeah was, wasn't there a
1: whole thing where it was like an apple screensaver was just called the ken burns screensaver or something at one point yeah
0: and i find it confusing because in britain there's like there was like one guy who did the and camera for every single documentary on tv for like 30 years and his name was also kenneth burns i think different Wait, person Not... oh I wow think, yeah i think it, i think that's right or something that's... he had a name very similar because he was in the credits of every single like channel 4 bbc documentary like the entire time I was growing up as like a camera because I guess he just got hired just to make those shots because they weren't done digitally right so no it was all done optically and he had all the stuff in his shed and he just did it for everyone because I guess you don't need like a lot of scale you can have one guy do it for pretty much everything yeah
1: I guess it (laughs) doesn't take a huge amount of time to set up or anything like that as long as you've got the right lighting conditions to show a photo on a camera then Good, and I guess right? there was a
0: certain amount of skill to it, like doing it Oh, sure. It well, yeah.
1: Himself. Like, where do you... Where, well, I guess if you're, like, not to, to do it, like, artfully, I suppose, it's like, okay, where do I start and where do I pan to smoothly? Like, I guess in, in the age before, like, you could automate all that stuff.
0: Um, I've just Googled it. it. His name was Ken Morse. Ken so Morse. Ken Morse. Morse. Okay, nice. Ken Morse did all the Ken Burns effect in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> of course we'd have oh, our own yeah. version. Anyway, what I was going to say is Ken Burns has made a whole documentary purely about buffalo, the, the American bison. Okay. Uh, yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was the end of that reference, I guess. Yeah. And obviously about like how there were lots of them, and then the Americans came, or the Europeans came, and messed everything up. And now. Bye, son. Yeah. Bye, guys by (laughs) son okay yeah uh hoi polloi hoi polloi (laughs) yeah greek greek did you know but we thought it would be jewish but you know people are overcorrecting the uh plural form of octopus and people say octopi assuming it's like a latin oh no it's 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 just
1: octopus isn't it it's like
0: yeah, well, it's octo—I think it'd be octopuses in English, wouldn't it, for plural? Well, probably, yeah. But the, it's actually a Greek word, so it should be uh, octopodes. <laughs> okay, that's kind of cool, actually, because <laughs> that's the Greek plural ending.
1: I'm eating bukkooed octopodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
3: <laughs>
1: Right. language time language done yeah. get get out of the way stay fresh okay what else is going on uh Zach and I watched all of Pokemon Concierge oh okay <laughs> it was
2: like we about to jump into something not TV but we there uh, was yeah. one thing that I do watch when I'm at Rob's house <laughs> it takes us it takes us a little while <laughs> to get to the
1: actual video games but at least this is, Poke, this is Pokemon adjacent
0: yeah hold on I think I saw the trailer for this thing is this out already yeah, is
3: yeah.
1: it Netflix on yeah it's Netflix it's um what's the deal it's stop motion Pokemon cartoon. Well it looked kind of cartoon. kind of cool and looked
0: good anyway. Yeah,
1: and, and I think that's the key takeaway, like from right. it. Honestly, have it, we we watched it and it's like it's it's well made and it is. I, I love the look and like it's hard not to love stop motion in pretty much any form, right? It's 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 mm. just it's just nice, but. Yeah. That's kind of all it's got going for it, honestly. Like I mean, it's, it's not it's, meant it's, to do anything. No. It's like it's,
2: the, it's meant to be the most relaxed thing you've ever seen. Oh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> it's chill. Kind of, it succeeds.
1: It, it, it is pretty chill. And uh, the colours are vibrant and, you know, the Psyduck
2: focus is welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure. Wow. Not necessarily the Pokemon we each would have chosen to be the main focus. well no it's because we had to choose something stupid like why are you saying Psyduck isn't a stupid choice to be the main focus of a show (laughs) Psyduck is rad I don't
1: know who who would we have actually picked then go on if you want to have a uh, a focal character That's not Pikachu. uh, My brain is
2: too messed up from not Pokemon Pokemon at the moment. I can't even... (laughs) It would be nice to to set the life and times of Trubbish, right? (laughs) Well, he existed in that show, which I was surprised about. They have this beautiful desert island, and then just, like, this garbage bag. I mean, it's a Pokemon, but it's also just a garbage bag. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, canonically, if you have the Pokedex entries, it is kind of, like, literally garbage. Yeah. Like, so, so, did someone bring... like... I guess it's just someone's Pokemon, it's not like a native. Like, oh, someone brought it with not. them yeah. to the island. Or, just, or do trebuchets just spontaneously appear around, like, decay? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't remember if the Ponypex cemeteries ever got into that part. Unlike, you know, Grimers or whatever, which are pretty much literally just pollution that mm-hmm. came alive at some point. Mutants. <laughs> yeah. But yes, that was a weird one to see out of all the choices yeah. of people you could have had. I mean, yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know. It was
1: a it was a good time, but like you don't go into it expecting any like subversal engagement. <laughs> or I'm not. Uh, I mean, it's not even like yeah, no, it's not even like funny that often on the slapstick front or anything. It's very, it's very, it's lukewarm
0: across the board.
1: I would say. Uh, and, you know, even as good as it looks, there were at times where that bit of me was like, oh, that is a shonky composite there. Yeah, there were there mm. were some effects and stuff that I looked at and were just like, well, <laughs> oh, you saved a bit of budget there. <laughs> <laughs> but then this thing must have been pretty tough to make, right? Like sure. Just in general. Um, mm.
3: Pokemon can't see it.
0: The main uh, Pokemon content so far this year. Well, I guess this year we just started. (laughs) I I suppose officially. Yeah, Yeah, I
2: guess so. Yeah. Like, (laughs) (laughs) because unofficial stuff is coming up. Presumably they're going to release another game at some point this year because that seems to be what what they're doing right now. They're just grinding them out. They've done the DLC for uh, Scarlet and Violet. Right. So I think they're done with that. Yeah,
1: I think that'll be done. So. seems like it would be too, it would definitely be too soon for another mainline. Yeah. Definitely be, so it's is probably. it too soon for uh, if they went back to Arceus? No, I
2: don't think so. I think they probably could make another one of those pretty mm. easily. And it would be probably not any better quality rise. If, no. I, we, we are talking about them just shipping it out at this point Yeah, to I'm, make space for having one year off from doing the mainline stuff in between the DLCs for the mainline stuff.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> People seem to like Arceus, but yeah, you're right. I
1: don't think they will give it the, the time to bake to actually improve on that formula.
2: Although maybe due to other things we're going to talk about later, they've suddenly had a like small prod in the buttocks to actually make some effort. Yeah, maybe, maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe mix things up a bit, guys. Mm. Uh, I mean, we saw when we were drafting the fantasy league that you know listed there is like unannounced mystery dungeon. I mean, and sure, they could easily make another one of them whenever the hell they so, want. Because <laughs> there's so many of them, right? <laughs> As well, it's like, like yeah,
2: it wouldn't and take they're all long. the same basically. Yeah.
1: Wouldn't take them long to make another. Or a remake of one of the
2: old ones. Because oh, that was, think was the last, last one, one that came right? out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking at this point people would expect there to be a new one if there are going to be another one. Mm. I, don't think they, I don't think people are as enthusiastic about remaking all of the Pokemon dungeons as they are of remaking the mainline Pokemon. Oh, speaking of which, that's probably the other thing that might come out this year. Remakes of Black and White, because they made yes, it that far. That's no, way, really, not that's... Black and White. They already did that, right? Uh, did they? No, it was... D- Diamond and Pearl were the last ones. Diamond and Pearl, so it would I be think, black and yeah, white. Yeah, I think I think we're up to. That sounds right. That sounds right. But yeah, where ever, were
0: those ones set? Black and white was they America
2: or uh, America? America? No, I don't remember where black and white was. Mm. It was it was too generic for me to notice where it was meant to be set. Basically, because yeah. <laughs> obviously X and Y were like Europe or whatever. Mm. Black and white, like effectively the fourth. Is it Gen Four? No, it's was it Gen Five? five? Probably.
1: So there's red and blue, gold and silver. Uh, emerald and
2: ruby. Ah, right, that's the one I'm missing. <laughs>
1: right, Emerald and ruby, then diamond pearl, then black and white. Yeah, that makes sense. And then it was X and Y, right? Yeah. And then they're catching up, basically. Well, that yeah, makes, that, yeah, I
2: mean, at this point, this is probably the last... Well, also, this is the last pixel Non-3D art 3 d one? Right, yeah. So it would make sense that this might be the, when they're running out of remake space. Hmm. I suppose technically X and Y still had pixel art sprites, but 3D graphics. Or you did it? The- I don't even remember. No, wait, X and Y was full 3D at that point. What's
1: the um, what's the new generation cartoon like? Based on are they are they effectively doing like the first 150 or is it a little mix? Because they could they could. I don't actually
2: know because they did the the not Ash new Ash yeah not thing Ash, was yeah. Uh, sun and moon right the Hawaiian one. Mm. But I don't know what they're doing now. I've been keeping up with what's going on in the Pokemon. Right, yeah. I,
1: I wonder if they would do a not full ass Pokemon game of some description to tie into the cartoon. I don't know if you want to try and tie the games to the cartoon. They, they in that never directly. really. They've never done it like uh, like no super tightly. Right, the closest Explicit you can get yeah. is like when they did Yellow, I suppose, and yeah. like, "Oh, Pikachu's popular. Let's chuck him in there." And or hey, you Pikachu version, you know that? Uh, not hey, you Pikachu. What was it? There was. No, let's go Pokemon or something, right? Not the not the mobile game. They did a slight yeah, variant. The remake of red and blue, but the second remake of red and blue. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Where they changed to the formula to like borrow from the mobile game a little bit and
2: Yes, I expect the There'll be a Pokemon game. Yes, there will be a Pokemon game and I think most likely it will be the remakes of black and white this year. Pokemon Go Two. That would be weird. That would I would be that, weird. Well, <laughs> I guess I, the trouble with Pokemon Go is like I think it's still popular, and it's just like we just don't know. Yeah.
0: It's no people <laughs> there's, do. There's I an, actually know people who play that
1: game. Okay, I know. I know yeah. there's an undercurrent still with kids, like because it, it, it for some reason that. Seems to filter down still, so people new kids are still picking it up on a regular basis. Mm. Um you know, new as brand new players.
2: And it's like you don't really need to make a new
1: version of like that game, you could just keep updating it, just keep adding more of them. Sure. On the I mean it's a, it's a live service, right? That's what it's for. But yeah. But if they wanted to do a big like song and dance about it, then
0: mm. then they could.
2: So many rare pokes. <laughs> Then pokes, pokes, pokes. What else do we need to talk about that's not immediately on topic? I mean, me
1: I mean, I'm not going to say anything about it because I haven't finished it yet, but oh my God, the traitors this year. Oh, <laughs> love that show.
0: I don't, I've I, don't never watched, I don't I don't know why I love that. Any, everyone loves it. Like I don't watch any TV, let alone reality TV, but um I, I it's just werewolves, right? Yeah. Is yeah, there yeah. anything oh, contra- about it that's different uh, they,
1: I mean the rules are mixed up here and there and what right. they what you're able to do and not do, but it's it's you know it's it is basically the werewolves baseline and then they yeah. T V it up, right? Sometimes with like dubious rules where you're just like oh clearly clearly these guys were gonna lose so they mixed it up a bit and made it really hard for them to keep right. succeeding dah, 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 dah. you know there's a bit of tv producer magic going on sometimes that you can sort of sure. sort of feel um but it, uh but i don't know what I, uh, man I, don't, I i mean i don't even know why i like it that's the thing because i'm not really i I'm, I think in my in my in my younger days I was kind of into reality TV for a bit right you know the early days yeah, of Big Brother yeah. and stuff Whereas when like it that. was new yeah exactly <laughs> exactly when when it was kind of coming out of its shell a bit then then I was into it and then fell right off it and as most people did when they realized wow people are terrible
2: and also uh, <laughs> once everyone realized that how you know manufactured it was yeah sure it's like it's not reality at all really no, no. <laughs> Uh, but but this,
1: this this gets its claws aren't, in you. And it's like, yeah, I watched all of, I was building this, the chair you're sitting, this chair, not this chair, but the chair you're sitting on, Zach, like while it, while the episode one of series one was on when it first aired. And uh, I will say it considerably slowed my progress of building that chair. And <laughs> it, like it, like it, ha- it had me, like from, 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 and I wasn't expecting it. I will just put it on in the background because it's like, well, I'll just put something, you know, I'll just put something on while I'm doing this. But but it drew me in and, and like damn it's it, it's good it's real good. But I'm behind because the series is already finished, right? Series season two, and we're we, we're a few episodes behind. So no no chat on what happened in it, and it would be rude to chat about it anyway.
2: Well, yeah, at all. Which is exactly what the BBC have failed to do. Oh, there's the classic F one situation. Keep posting those news stories oh, with too and, much information. In yeah, <laughs> apparently, like apparently, like if you follow
1: like any like major bbc people who are anywhere near connected to it like or even the bbc's own accounts it's like they've been spoilerific Mm. and it's like like why why would you do that to yourselves like you're you're trying to push like watch every episode on iplayer whenever the hell you want except we're gonna tell you exactly what happened fuck you Uh, (laughs) it's it's so like i've not been spoiled at all like so i've been lucky on that front but i have heard stories of people falling into it and it's um Mm. and it's been bad uh and because you really don't want it with that show, you really really don't want
0: no what's the point to, if you know exactly yeah. yeah,
1: and and they do that like the 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 structure is pretty like horrible for like the 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 lingering end right they don't reveal they always leave it on like a his here's, here's a decision that was made, but we're not going to tell you it <laughs> we're going to tell you it next time, right They're, like always every single episode has that hook, um and sometimes it's really harsh it's just like
3: what <laughs> the Ah, you can't leave it there.
2: Speak of this sort of TV show thing going on, and like when they did the did the TV version of Squid Game. <laughs> Oh right, yeah. I was just like in my mind as soon as you say traitors, Even though I've never played this game, I'm thinking of Among Us, of course, because I've been on the oh, internet. Yeah, yeah it's hmm. it, it's not far off. It's but no, but, off. but like what I'm thinking is like if you're going to make the Among Us TV show, it has to be basically Crystal Maze, but with like people intentionally trying to fail. Oh, that would be badass. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix for a budget at it that would be yeah. that would be a pretty great make it on a fake state, space station like like the space area of Crystal Maze we'll it, <laughs> with, with dudes either side of door, cardboard doors going Shh.
0: yeah you know, exactly that's <laughs> a thing you need to get into TV development
2: I mean, <laughs> well saying career. the most obvious ideas ever yeah, well that's, that's
0: what they did with the traitors it seemed to work
1: well yeah <laughs> among, uh, among Us is such a good idea for a TV show it really is the problem is right that Netflix would have to not Americanize it. Is the problem because <laughs> because like in concept, things like Floor is Lava are actually great, right? right? Like, and and to, to a certain extent, the bits of what they edit are pretty great the problem is, is it's held back by american tv design where yeah. there's not actually a great deal of the action and there's a whole lot of talking around the action and a bunch of and, repeti-
2: repetition yes
1: yeah, so much repetition and coming ups and all of that nonsense that yeah. it's just it's it's it was unwatchable i watched like i watched two episodes of floor, lava, floor is lava and then we're like no i can't i can't do this I really love your concept and I love the fact that when people die in that show they're never seen again. <laughs> they don't even edit back to like a, oh yeah we fluffed that up. No they are dead. <laughs> like they're, they're gone. It's great. Like it's a uh, it's it's a it's a brilliant decision. But um uh yeah it's unwatchable. It's unwatchable. Unlike surprisingly the UK the the resurgence of gladiators which I think I talked about last time but um yeah. that show's all right. <laughs> That's nice. It's pretty much identical to the original, like, and it doesn't have a lot of fluff around the edges. It's it's all right.
0: It's all right. Does it have contender? Ready? <laughs> Does it have a Scottish accent? He's not Scottish enough. Ready? Damn it.
1: Yeah. Three, two. He doesn't roll his R's, you know. I mean... Disappointing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Surely like you can find a Glaswegian guy to do. They know. actually
1: got like like ex football refs or something well, to do it. That so feels like makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that was one. That's all right. That's all right. I'm trying to think what else we've been watching. I watched. I mean, we watched all of James May, Our Man in India, but you know, it's James, it's James May
2: in India. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> all you need to know.
1: And an awful lot of videos about cars,
0: <laughs> right? cars you're trying to make some kind of decision of some kind. Segway,
1: yeah. I've been, oh, yeah. As, as, as we, I think the last podcast I talked about my adventures in an EV6. Uh I drove. We, yeah, we drove a couple more cars. We drove a drove a uh, a Volvo XC40 Recharge. Uh Because I've always liked the XC40. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. oh, now there's an EV version of it, and it's then it's pretty good. And uh, ultimately, yes, they were right. It's pretty good. Like that thing is like surprisingly chunky when you get up next to it. Like it's tall. Mm. I didn't really sort of mm. expect it to like. I've I've seen them before, but I sort of forgot just how how tall that thing so is when you're right next that, isn't to it. Worldwide, isn't it? <laughs> what are you yes, so. trying to get into the American market? approaching suvs yeah i mean it is it is yeah it's definitely an suv sized SUV. it's not it's like the thing with the, the xc is it's just not as long as you might expect it's like short it's shorter but taller um mm. uh and you can feel that I, I think that was one of my key problems with it is because conveniently like we went on a couple of test drives and, and like every everyone all of these test drives everyone's been very like accommodating of well we've got Badger with us. Can we put the car seat in the back of this and they're like, "Yeah, go for it." Well, I mean that's <laughs> like a useful test, right? 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been the best. And uh and I think that's been my like that was my like key negative against the XC40 is that because it's shorter wheelbase and stuff, by the time mm. you get a car seat in that back seat, it's does it does the same thing problem that we have in the Focus and the Beamer and that it's pushing the chair forward a bit. And it's, mm. it's less of a problem in the Volvo because you're sitting taller, right? So you've got more height between your bum and the floor. Mm. So your legs sit vertically, kind of like how they are now... In this, in these yeah. office chairs, right? There's enough room for my legs to sit. I don't have to lounge out, right? Like you do in some cars and stick your legs forward. But there isn't a lot of room if, if you wanted to stretch forward, right? And
2: bearing in mind mm. that, like, Rob is short, also. <laughs> I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not super tall, yeah. <laughs> so if he, if it's a problem for him, it's a real problem for for, for, for me, for, for like <laughs> Yeah, you'd
1: have to sit in the back. Um.
0: <laughs> you, in the, you and John Barlow. Fit in the back of that mini. (laughs) I mean, not comfortably. (laughs) Not sure how, but you did. We didn't have a choice. It was like (laughs) this is the this is the one car any of us
1: have. (laughs) Make we'll make do. Uh, yeah. So, but otherwise, like man, like it's not even meant to be a fast car, right? The XC40. It's not geared that way. We we drove a single motor one, not not a not a dual motor one. It was high spec, but like it wasn't the. The, the the fast one, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But it still had like surprising pull. Like I guess it's just the, the thing of all EVs. I well, guess yeah. like they they just a lot lot of talk. instant talk, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it was surprising. Uh, and it's only a fr- it's front wheel drive as well, so it's like but yeah, it it, it could go well. They could probably go better than either of our other two cars, like if you wanted it to. Um. Uh. The Google. Uh, it was one of the, it was a, the one we drove was a newer one so it had like the um it was basically a, a, an android phone on the dash um so it's google inside you don't have to worry about android auto because it does it all itself so you don't if if you're if you want to plug your phone into it you don't need to with this thing it's kind of got Spotify there, it's got Google Maps, it's got uh oh, that's kind of nice. if you're parked, it will play YouTube videos and only when you're parked, we noticed. Like we tra- we tried well, it, the apps were still good. there on yeah. the screen, but it greys them all out while the car's not in not in park, um, which is smart. Um you know, sensible. They should all do that. Um
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely they probably do. They um, probably think, legally think, have to. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't
1: actually know what the legal requirement is. I don't know what a Tesla does on that front. Like I know there are cars like some Beamers
0: where it allows that stuff to play in the back of the car. Well, yeah. Still, um, Tesla's got the fucking thing where the, it comes with video games that you can play with the steering wheel. Yeah, it parked. does. Yeah, which is mm. nuts. But that,
1: doesn't that strike you as like the most awkward thing? Because you're, you, yeah. you, oh, super your, dumb.
0: It's just you, a gimmick. You yeah. use
1: the wheel and the pedals, but you're looking to your left the entire time. Like, dumb.
3: Yeah. No, um, it's
1: dumb. Uh, Yes, yeah, so but all that tech look is is integrated super well, like 'cause it can because the 'cause it's got Google Maps. you like, that's the sat nav you want and it's uh and it's right there. And but because it's built into the car it can do it on the screen and will do it on the driver's display, which is neat. So like right in front of the wheel you can have your own little your own little sat nav there. that's uh, nice. Yeah. It's like all, all the in the camera the camera system works well. We had, it had the 360 camera equipped, and that was nice. And it automatically turned it on when it thought you were near something. Because unfortunately, we were test driving this during rush hour, <laughs> so there was a lot of, mm, there was a wow. bit of traffic, like like work to do. But when 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 Gnome got a bit close to some traffic in front, it turned the cameras on to be like this is how close you are to that car, um, as you're trying to scoot by off into a into a, a side route. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was neat. Other than other than the child seat problem, which is a bit of a an issue for us. Uh the XC40 is a good car. Don't sleep on it if you but you know, maybe if your kids don't need the seat anymore. Or a, uh, maybe I should clarify that as bulky rear facing seats, right? Like I I guess once they can turn around and face forwards, it's probably less of an issue. chill
2: sure. But enough about that car, let's talk about the one Rob actually bought. So the, one, yeah, the, <laughs> the one I've actually bought, yeah. Uh,
1: I bought a Jag. <laughs> a Jag. <laughs> Which is a bit of a surprise, because uh, the iPACE pace wasn't even on my radar. and uh, uh, But um, uh, a, a, a relative of mine who works for Marshall Jag, uh, Land Rover, um sort of cottoned me onto it and was like oh yeah have you have you looked at one of these and i'm like no i have not so we went and went and had a look because why not and Mm -hmm. (laughs) holy shit (laughs) that's the the way to describe (laughs) this thing it is fast and it's intoxicatingly fast it's um it's it's mad it's like a 400 brake horsepower dual motor monster um uh it just goes it just goes and we didn't even have it on like the hardcore driving mode or anything like (laughs) i think you Mm. can put it in eco mode and it still goes like an absolute rocket uh it's um it's a bigger vehicle than the than the xc40. it's about it's about ev6 sized so you know plenty of plenty of room uh and for us did it
0: pass the uh the the badger seat test
1: it did flying colors uh loads of room uh uh you can you can lounge out properly like the interior is super luxurious uh you know it has the the tech is less good if I'm being personal if I'm being honest sure. like its infotainment system's not up there but it has got android auto and carplay so anyone <laughs> pretty much yeah. everyone's just going to use those right they're going to plug in their phones and then be done with it um
0: yeah exactly that's good enough yeah slightly better than your 10 year old focus i would say <laughs> 100% better <than> that. um <laughs> And maybe the the whatever lining of the door won't stick out. Oh yeah, the focus
1: tail, yeah, <laughs> or wings, whatever you want to call. The door seals just hang out the side. Uh, that's actually fixed on mine at the moment. I got that done. Um, sure, <laughs> I do see it on Focuses. Oh yeah, it's around. everywhere. It's it's such a Ford thing. I don't know why. Like, uh, yeah, and it, it kind of won me over. It's 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 older and has done more miles. The one I'm picking up is older and has done more miles, but it's uh, sure. It's an absolutely beautiful thing. Drives like an absolute dream. Uh, it's really easy to use. Uh, it is actually incredibly practical for us as well. It's like you know, got decent boot space. Mm. We can fit the pram in it easily enough. It's it's higher up, so we're not bending so much to put the put miles in and out of the car seat and stuff mm. like that. So it's uh it, it's an all round for us at least it's an all round winner like getting a pick up a pick up a used eye pace it's a bargain Sweet. um uh so so that's what i'm doing that's a couple that's a few weeks off before I can get hold of it and then because yeah. there's some logistical issues Because it's nowhere nowhere nearby uh <laughs> but uh yeah that's that's what i'm doing I was okay, talking, we, we would, it. yeah we we were just immediately sold on it even gnome was was she was heavy, more heavy-footed than I was driving it on the test drive. She, <laughs> oh, just, I she, bet she, was. she She had absolutely no reservations about there being a salesperson in the car with us at the time and just absolutely floored it. Um,
0: and uh, yeah. <laughs> Shaguar, baby!
1: Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, already, it's already in a lovely Sonic the Hedgehog blue, so, well, uh, so I, it, it wouldn't take much to put the Union Jack vinyl on it, I guess. But, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs>
0: Isn't it funny how the English countryside looks in no way like Southern California? <laughs> yeah, I saw that again the other day. Was that I love that joke. Yeah. No, no, I don't think anyone remembers that joke. But I just, so it's like got the English uh, telephone box, right? Isn't it? And is it Will yeah, Ferrell yeah. like fez or
1: something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just, a bit like, oh, I just, I just hate it when someone asks me a question three times. It's just like,
0: damn, three times. <laughs> Yeah, now, technically, good, that was a different question. I think that the, 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 the nostalgia for those movies is about about the right time. What's it? Twenty five years, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah about, about right.
3: that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're old. I don't,
1: yep, that's a good. They're that's not a good car. They're not
0: good films, right? Like, I don't know. There's something no, like the first two are fine. Really, you think? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I was, do I was watching *Austin Powers* too, and I was just like. I don't know if I can call this good. I'm enjoying it, but I don't. I don't know that I can call them actually. good. I mean, there, are, there aren't that many good comedies in general, really. No. are there? Film? The thing is, there's a lot no. of the stuff
1: people like, like were, were were super quotable at the time about those films. Are actually probably the worst parts. Like, you, know, mm. you talk about fat bastard that you know, mm. the, and and what he would his baby baby ribs. That it's like it's not actually that funny in context, you know, now, like, and maybe it wasn't at the time, I don't know. It's Mm. just just highly quotable.
2: Well, it's old memes are old, like, you're done with those memes, yeah. I think so. Took a long time for us to fully escape a lot of those memes of that period, but come on, get
0: in my belly.
1: See, I'm doing it now,
0: okay, it's because they're so memorable. I still say if someone's coming into my flat to see it for the first time, I'm always like, Welcome to my moon base. <laughs> 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 I love that joke like you guys are moon unit alpha and you guys moon unit zappa. <laughs>
1: oh, no. yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was so good. Nice i guess the one i call uh, the, it the alan parsons bucket. <laughs> i was still trying to think of like what one what memes from Oscar Powers haven't i escaped and i guess it's it's one million dollars right whenever whenever anyone million. says oh, yeah. one yeah, million dollars so it's good. like oh yeah <laughs> yeah the twist yep. of the
1: hand the little finger it's all um on. that one stuck about Nothing think went to the mini me stuff really like carried no. right
2: no
0: I think about mutated sea bass for the first one. I love that.
1: I don't know what, it's just the way that it's something about the accent and the way that American way is like, it's like, it's mutated sea bass.
3: <laughs> <sea bears. laughs>
1: yeah. More, yeah. Delivery more than content in some cases.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying it's the best, but definitely now's the time for an Austin Palace yeah. Kind of revival. Yeah. That's maybe sick. it's,
1: because really it was watching. already
0: like I guess twenty-five years from the James Bond films it was making fun of, right? <laughs> <So> <laughs> easily. Now we're yeah. fifty years on from those. <laughs> no one will understand those references. <laughs> well, no. But I mean, there's a bunch. There's a whole bunch of contemporary kind of Jay Z references, right? <laughs> in, yeah, sure. In Austin Powers too, which is probably a bit confusing to Generation Z, <laughs> or Z or whatever it's called. Zoomers, sorry, whatever. <laughs> oh, Shizzle. Hmm. Yeah, so the whole rap obviously. <laughs> well, so yeah. well, I watched a, a film from nineteen forty. Wow. <laughs> uh, a Hitchcock film. Hitchcock film, sorry, called Rebecca. Oh okay. Um which is black and white. Um and like not only is Rebecca the villain, she's dead before it even starts and you never see her, not even in flashback. No. <laughs> which is an impressive feat. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And name the whole film after her yeah well, I mean she's a malign influence throughout, mm. but like it's a bit confusing because like this woman is um kind of gets involved with this with this man who's been divorced from Rebecca, so the woman. Uh, it takes you a while to realise that she doesn't seem to have a name or no one ever says her name. Huh. And you, got, I got to the end and it's like, she, she, there is no name. I don't know how she's credited as, but she's just an unnamed protagonist woman. Huh. Um, the woman. Because I think it's to emphasise the fact that Rebecca is, uh, you know, dominates everything, despite the fact that she's already dead. Mm. Um, but it's like... Um, the whole courting period where she's getting involved with this guy who's played by Sir Lawrence Olivier, <laughs> so nice. quite serious acting chops, um, everything is red flags, but it's hard to tell. Which of those are because it's all they're obviously meant to be red flags, a lot of them, but it's hard to tell which ones are red flags and which ones would have been acceptable in 1940 no, I see, I see you for a mean. woman <laughs> yeah. because it's like, yeah, it's like it's hard to uh, yeah, because they're it's obviously meant to make you think, oh my god, what the heck are you doing? Don't get involved with this guy. But it's hard to tell which. He's literally like Mister Charming Warmer. Warmer (laughs) Right, (laughs) it's like women. know your limits. Yeah. (laughs) So it's
1: just wow. So it's in a way like the film is actually selling its message or whatever it's trying to do way stronger than it than perhaps intended. But it's still but it's still following the intent.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely follows the intent. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to tell. Anyway, but it was very enjoyable. I thought that was the film where the term gaslighting comes from, but I think it's another film. But it's mm. a sort of similar kind of psychological... Basically, she marries this very wealthy man, divorced man, and ends up in his giant manor house in Cornwall. And that has an entire staff who are all like... You know, obsessed with the old dead, dead wife Rebecca. I think she's the best thing ever, and are suspicious of the newcomer, mm. and she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. <laughs> yeah, and it goes from there. It goes. So I recommend it. But you know, there are very few Hitchcock films that are not worth watching. I think you could probably watch them. They're probably all if I've there. I've never seen it. Like,
1: not not all the way through, anyway. I think I've seen bits here
0: and there, but not... Of oh, the not Hitchcock sat through, Yeah, not sat through a whole Hitchcock. Um, oh, man. I mean, where do you even start? I mean, maybe Vertigo? I mean, Psycho, obviously, but... Vertigo is amazing. That was voted, like... You know, Sight & Sound magazine, which was the um, British... Um, magazine for actual film people and directors and stuff like that. Mm. They they used to, they have a critics poll and it's every long period or it's like every 20 years or something they do it. And uh, it used to be the top of the poll always used to be Citizen Kane. Yeah. But the last two times it's been Vertigo. Mm. Citizen Kane is number two.
1: Yeah. Interesting. It's too long for people. <laughs>
0: citizen kate is amazing then but, but yeah vertigo it, vertigo's in color which <laughs> slightly mm. helps i guess and it's got chain it's got jimmy stewart so we can't go wrong there but my favorite is rear window with jimmy stewart and um uh what's her name the prince of monaco princess of monaco okay. what's her name grace kelly mm. that's really good the birds is really good Oh, my God. There's so many. The North best. by Northwest. Oh, my God, Rob. We have to watch a bunch of Hitchcock films. <laughs> we have to we'll anyway, watch a bunch then of Fast and
1: Furious first. <laughs> yeah, we have to watch Fast we're, we're only okay, two <laughs> into the saga.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. But, yeah, I reckon... Uh, dial in for murder. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, Hitchcock's amazing.
1: Hmm. I mean... This is a bit like my old opinions on GTA 4, I suppose. Larry's been held in high regard. Just never really had the uh, desire...
3: <laughs>
0: The thing about Hitchcock is that he's known for thrillers and being very tense. So it's not like it's boring at mm. all. Like it's really engaging. <laughs> like uh, if you watch the first 10 minutes of a Hitchcock film, you'll be into it, I guarantee. Hmm. Interesting. I'm trying to
1: think what was the one, I think it may have been Vertigo I've seen the most of. I think. Although I'm wondering if I'm getting that confused with Towering Inferno. Probably. <laughs>
0: Because oh, I don't remember of being, being up high or something. Yeah,
1: being up high, and I don't remember seeing a whole lot of fire in the bits I've seen of Towering Inferno. I've seen bits of that as well, but I think I think I my think brain's I... getting them
0: mixed. I don't think I've seen Towering Inferno, so I don't know how to compare. No. Don't worry, that is a problem only I can solve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, Fast and Furious movies. Then I make you watch Parasite, and then we get to the Hitchcock. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna yeah, come probably. Around probably. It's just, I, was, I was talking to Laura about it and she was saying, like, you know, people have different, um, tastes and everything, but I can't trust anyone that doesn't like, um, uh, everything everywhere all at once. Right. And, yep. that, do- and that doesn't like Parasites. Those two films, if you don't like those, then sorry. So, <laughs> it's not, it's not, uh,
1: uh it's one of those things, right, with parasite. It's not that I don't think I wouldn't like it. It's just like the hype and the uh yeah, I know. There's something about when people I like get hype something up to that much yeah. it just switches me off. Like I've got that about yeah. Oppenheimer uh, uh, as well. Yep. Uh um I and... had that about Fleabag. Right, yeah, uh, I definitely have uh, it about that. I know Gnome's watched it and says it's amazing, but I just it's amazing. I, yeah. I don't <laughs> think I could care less. Um <laughs> Yeah, fair. yeah that's just, it's just it's just a trigger on me, and I don't really know why no um, i don't
0: I get the same thing sometimes yeah
1: maybe that's why my fantasy league picks are so not good
0: um, <laughs> so what's the news what's going on
1: oh well, in the in in fantasy news. critics land we did our draft, and i think i mentioned that a few a few earlier in the cast, but yeah, we did our draft but uh uh man I took a gamble on and and it kills me absolutely killed me to like put to try this but like normally Yakuza slash like a dragon games don't review super highly they're in like they're in the sort of safe 70s to to 80s i guess like right. low, low yep. 80s um so as as given that there wasn't a whole bunch of like good options for counterpicks. I mean we all had to take risky counterpicks yeah, this year pretty ga- much. I do, yeah. The, the ga- I gambled hard on infinite wealth and uh I hate myself for doing it. Like not only I hated myself at the time, thinking it's like, oh it's good. It's a game that you actually like. It's, well, it's, it's, series it's a series I love, like. but like yeah. they just don't quite review as as hot
0: as that. Yeah, I could Until see now. Thinking. I could see your thinking. So um, I have a theory, like I I think that so I knew when you picked that, I was like, mm, I don't think that's a good idea. Because my theory is that like basically the entire West and all of the reviewers have come around to Yakuza series at yeah. the exact same sign that you have. And this isn't necessarily a better Yakuza game. It Maybe it's a good one, but I know it's not necessarily a 20 points better yakuza game than the previous ones but it's not about that it's about the fact that the west has realized what's going on with yakuza Mm. and they are awarding extra points to make up for the seven. i mean i mean
1: it's possible right but i think i mean the the, the ground the 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 sentiment around yakuza has been swelling for years right it's not it's not it's yeah it's it's not a sudden oh let's pay attention to this it has been growing for a while now yeah but that didn't help like a Dragon Ishin, that didn't help uh, the man who erased his name in, in mm. review scores. It didn't, and, and the man who erased his name, or Like a Dragon Gaiden, is, that's pretty recent, right? That's only like a
0: couple of months old. Um, I mean, I guess this one has the mix it up Hawaii situation, yeah. which the, is the mix, pushing it. There's the mix yeah. it
1: up Hawaii stuff, so it's not as, stat- uh, you know, maybe people, you know, maybe Camarocho is not not, doesn't do it for everyone um mm. and it's i don't know i don't know what the mix is in this one whether it's mostly set in hawaii or if it's got some camarocho in it or if it's yeah, i don't actually know but probably probably best not to um <laughs> uh but they've they've been marketing it as hawaii like almost exclusively um mm. uh but i don't know maybe it's just the fact that it's like they're riding high a little bit off
0: yeah
1: uh, persona and and because it's been a while since maybe. persona 5 at this point uh, okay yeah we had persona 5 royal not that long ago but um uh, this, don't forget, this, this and seven are the RPG style ones, so that they don't have the brawler fighting that all the other Yakuza games do. And maybe this has resonated this time. Um, because they like it's it's weird because like none of the marketing like actually focus on the fact that Infinite Wealth is an RPG
2: right it's like a right i don't, hmm. think, I don't think the brawler ones even focus that much on the fact that they're brawler ones the, they're brawlers
1: yeah i don't know i think you saw, i think you saw a bit more of that in the uh Guy Den Manu his name stuff cuz obviously like Kiryu had has has bonkers secret agent powers in that so you so you got to see some of that But those um, could have been those could have been from an RPG cutscene yeah, just
2: as equally maybe,
1: well maybe yeah uh but yeah, almost everything you see in uh, of, of bizarre attacks and stuff like that are, are because they're like well-animated, like canned attack sequences in this so they can just show cutaways from those bonkers-ass stuff going on. Giant enemy crabs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, I'm not even sure it's an enemy crab. It's a giant friendly crab.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh and it's been demoing real well at shows because that EGX mm. demo we played was was sweet and got mm. you know and and whether it's hilarious pizza delivery or fast food delivery game, uh, crazy taxi inspired.
0: Of course, Sega Legacy. Yeah,
1: it's a uh, yeah. I, I mean, you, you might. I, I don't. It's hard to argue with you. Like it maybe it's that, but. There's been I mean, plenty that's my of, theory. There's been, there's been plenty of opportunity to come around before, but maybe this is just a... I,
0: yeah. I think this is the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or maybe people are super hype about that Animal Crossing mode. I don't know. <laughs> maybe.
0: Any ba- anyway, bad luck for your... Uh,
1: yeah, big, Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah the, the worst luck for my team. Oh, we, might, I
2: also, we might all be equally screwed on our count of it. Yeah, who knows? So. The
1: other ones might be bad as well, but... Yeah, that's, that was
2: almost. I mean, my my right? one isn't even a, uh, isn't even any consideration of the review score. It's just whether it comes out this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty a, sure it's guaranteed to get lots
1: of points. Oh yeah, because so Zach's gone Hades too for his counter pick, and it's, yeah. Um,
0: so that only works if it doesn't come out of early access this year, which is probably. Well, but that's the bet, right? Yeah. Josh is, you know, fair enough.
1: That's a yeah. that's a that's a that's a reasonable shout. <laughs> there's a there's a, it's a reasonable chance it won't actually come out of EA, uh, not that EA.
0: Um, it's in the game. Yeah, I also got ninety out of Tekken and eight, so I'm doing alright. Yeah, Alligator, the boy, that that's reviewed
1: well. Again, that's another one of those where I don't think tech and seven necessarily was hitting those high marks, but uh, no, yeah, people seem in and. I don't know. I saw the
0: digital foundry Tekken eight and showing side by side with Te- Tekken seven. It looks way better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. 7 Visually. Yeah. Absolutely. Sucks. Anyway. So, yeah. I mean, Tekken seven was a good looking
1: game when it came out. Mm, um, I guess it was a while ago I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Yeah. Mm. It, you know, it's not an awful looking game, but yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like the tech difference between the two is substantial.
0: Yeah. Um, it's un- uh, Unreal Engine five, I guess. So. Oh, is it? Ah, yeah. I didn't realize any gone on five. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> that's worse than Diablo Four, isn't it? You've got like negative. Oh 20. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah.
1: This is this is the worst counter pick we've had so far since we've been playing. Oh well. Oh,
0: well. You can always come back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We gotta gotta hope for some uh,
0: announcements in the news at some yeah. point through the year. In the news, what else is going on? Sad, sad things. Uh, some sad things. Some well, let's 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 for sticking sticking
1: vaguely chronological. Uh, pretty much, uh, well, not long after we did our last podcast, it was time for Microsoft's uh, Developer Direct
2: of the year, which was less cool this year, <laughs>
1: much less cool this year than it was last year because we didn't get a surprise hi-fi Rush like Shadow Drop. Yeah, and it's like you're not gonna top that. Well, you can't that. get that every no. year, can I you? mean, it would not have even had the Shadow Drop and it still would have been cooler than Disney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, Just some surprise announcement. I mean, their attempt at a surprise announcement
2: was... <laughs> was not Microsoft. <laughs> was it was a
1: non-internal studio. So Square, Square Enix turned up and were like, by the way, Visions of Mana is coming to Xbox. Get hype! <laughs> Which, okay. I don't know, I, I guess is a thing, because I don't know if any of the Mana games have been on Xbox, like any of them, before. I don't actually know um, oh yes
2: that's the, that's the problem for Arthur. is we wouldn't know because those weren't games that we were interested in I mean the game looks fine well sure I mean, I've, got, I've, I've got no beef it's just a square
1: RPG yeah I've got no beef I mean it's it, it's a square RPG more on uh, like on the Dragon Quest side than the Final yeah. Fantasy side but um, it's not something I'm super familiar with and uh, yeah I've got I've got no beef with it but as I say as a surprise in the show it's like that's not a big that's not a big that's not a big, not a big hitter unfortunately um uh but what they i mean what they did show was a bit of a i don't know it's hard it's really hard to say i would i I like i i'm a little bit reluctant to use the phrase mixed bag but the show itself felt like a mixed bag like so we got to see some avowed which is obsidian's new
2: skyrim basically (laughs) Um, and that's really all you need to say about it that's like, that covers yeah. pretty much the whole thing was, in terms of like what the content looked like they
1: really didn't show anything unique about it and what they did show looked, a, I don't know, to my, to my eye it looked a little rough, like a little ropey they were like, and you can use devastating special attacks and then this like puny purple thing appears on the screen sort of just, and then the guy in front just sort of dies, like it doesn't look like a devas- I mean it's probably devastating in terms of DPS or da- damage it did to the creature or something but visually it was very boring looking and they were talking about, oh, we can you can you can do all you can mix and match your hands as you wish. You can have any any weapon in any hands. You can be wanding in one hand and swording in the other, or da da da, da. and it's all like, well, yeah, that sounds like the natural evolution of where Skyrim would go. I mean Skyrim right? so like, technically Scone, did that. Right. You could equip things in each of your hands. Yeah. <laughs> and then they tried to be like, Oh, and your decisions have consequences and then didn't really show that. Their example was really poor. Um, well, I
2: think that was sort of like not exactly in the same way but this whole thing had too many cases of developers saying things and then not really and then they didn't following it. it up yeah. in any way and they didn't show it That's yeah it was a bit of a bit of
1: a problem uh, i mean I think there's a couple of things we can we can probably like rely on a little bit and it's an obsidian product right so hopefully the writing and it's is going to be better than what they showed off here and and writing is a hard thing to show. Mm. They haven't done like a story trailer or any kind of like this was mechanical. We don't know really know anything about the setting in avowed that much yet or or any of that stuff and that's generally what obsidian are great at right that's their that's their bag. Um so we're not getting that flavour which is it, seemed, it just seemed it just seemed like a weird direction to go to show that game off from that studio. Um, so there's that. It's out this year. Um, in in the fall. <laughs> I didn't give it a hard date but it's in the fall. Um, what did get a hard date is Hellblade. It's coming what, out finally. It's coming out. It's coming out, guys. It's coming out in May. And my Xbox is already telling me to pre-install it. Um Okay. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I don't think we learned a huge amount from this. This was kind of like I, I it's kind of their thing in this thing, like because it's a developer direct. So it's like they were showing off, like, hey, we we built up, we got a whole new mocap studio in to 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 do to, to do Hellblade, and we got all our all our actors back, you know, the ones that won awards and stuff. Let's uh, yeah, woo, like, <laughs> but we didn't actually really learn a huge amount about the game. They pretty much just said because it's Hellblade itself is a hard one to really.
2: You don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, you don't want to spoil start.
1: anything. And it's a hard one to sort of nail down what it's actually yeah. about, like, unless you play it. Um, mm. <coughs> I assume there's still going to be the odd environmental puzzle and there's going to be... I mean, it had combat, right? And they, and they did say, it's like, oh, yeah, we've put a lot more effort into making the combat um, like engaging and visceral, and we want you to feel like you're only just scraping by every fight. Um so I mean, there's that to look forward to. I mean, it doesn't look, and, and none of it looks like a traditional game. Is the is this is the interesting thing? Like, so even when you're in combat, the the camera's like right close to to Senoa and what he's do, and what she's doing to the to the bad guys and things like that. And it's uh, mm. uh, it's a it's a hugely cinematic looking game, and a hugely impressive visually looking game. Like, I don't know, it, it it definitely looks the part. Um, I like that first game. I've I've got high hopes for this second one. Like. I I want to see how weird it gets. And they're not really showing a lot of the weirdness. Because that's where the spoilers will be. Presumably, yeah. Uh so Hellblade 2. Uh what else did we see? Do
2: you want to talk about Ara? Well, I don't really want to talk about it, but like so, another another set of people are trying to make another Civ game.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> mm. who was the other one? Was it Sega tried to do it with what was it called? was it humanity? Yeah. Not to be confused. Well, is it called humanity or is humanity that puzzle game? Um I think they're both called that. something about humans, <laughs> isn't it? Like hu- human human hum- human kind. I think be yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. Well remembered. Uh yeah, this I mean they're doing some stuff differently. It's basically a civ game, but they are they're doing some stuff differently. Yes, like um like trying not to have a grid basically. Yeah. Like the it's not fixed to to a hex pattern. There's more fluid boundaries uh, in which the cells work, which could be interesting for like bottlenecks I suppose and things like that in terms of map design and Yeah. Uh things like that. The um uh The turn system isn't one player after another. It's like everyone does their actions all at once and then everything resolves when you hit go. Um, Which presumably is designed to make playing multiplayer a little less painful. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Um, But that's a difference. Everything else... Even despite their best efforts to, to yeah, try to separate it, yeah. Every time they say
2: it like, "Here's our, here's our, here's a feature of our game," it's like, "Yeah, that's just it. That's just it." <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't, you can't big up these basic civilization features that yeah. we've had since. Civilization 1 pretty
1: much like I forget what they called them but they have a wonders of the world equivalent yep. uh, the win conditions are varied depending on what you spec into I
2: mean well the win conditions it's just like it, it was like a score
1: target right instead of well like, no a, because
2: the win conditions they, they tried to make a big deal of like oh you could win any of these various ways it's just like yeah but Sim has already done, been doing that since yeah, like
1: four <laughs> a science victory and cultural victory and religious victory but like I don't know this seemed to like suggest that it's all about like well you can do any of those things as long as it gives you points and they're like as long as your points are highest at a certain point, that's how you win. Yeah but that's kind of how it
2: was in the Civ victories as well. It's just the points were in that in that victory tree or whatever. Like all oh, right so even if you were the first If you had get- enough culture points then that would be once you hit the boundary you just win by culture. It's like it's it's still just a point system even in Civ. Ah but it was
1: segregated off into, into the separate rather types. than being a combined pool. But I wonder if that balances
2: well I mean is that implying in their case that you you don't actually win by one of those specific types of victory can you you just do a general victory where you get enough points in everything they made it sound like you could Yeah,
1: Yeah. like you could be a generalist and be like okay we're not experts at anything but then isn't that just winning
2: winning the normal way by technology basically because that, that just means you have to survive long enough in the game, so that's basically just the same as a science victory. Yeah, but victory. That's,
1: still a, that's still a race, <laughs> sure, science victory.
2: But it's just about getting a certain number of points, which in, in Civ terms is like a certain amount of production, and that's how you win. It's just oh, where yeah. you focus that production is different.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's likely that balance is a little different but, than Civ, and maybe that's enough for Civ players, I don't know. To have, to have a slightly different puzzle to solve, you know, it's that old thing.
2: Yes, I mean, that is that is the thing about it is like, this is why you, it's time for other people to try and make Civ games, right? Mm. You want to have different, slight differences to make the actual puzzle of solving the game different. Sure. And this is no shade against
1: Civ. No. You know, Civ is still great, but uh, yeah, some competition is. What is Anno? Is Anno in this belt as well? No, Anno is Anno's more thing? like a city builder. Oh,
2: okay. Right. It's more in the tropico vein of city builders. Ah, uh, gotcha,
1: gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's, I don't know. There's that. There's like it's that's. I mean, that's a new internal story it, it studio for for Microsoft, right? I don't because <laughs> if I, they haven't been buying enough, yeah. Of them. I don't think Oxide have put anything out for for Microsoft before. I don't even know if this is their first product or not. Like, I, I actually don't know a lot about I, I, the the name Oxide. Isn't really no burned into me yet. But they've got a lot of CIV veterans on staff, which as you would, which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what have I missed? What, what was you want my extra little
2: mini news stories for the end of the news?
1: Well, not for the end of the news, but this developer direct. What else? What else
2: was happening in there? Like, I think there was like two other things that we'd care even less about yeah. than the things we've already talked about. Oh, wait, we're missing the biggie, Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. Oh well, I guess. But do we care about that?
1: <laughs> I mean, it was. I think Dan and I, we have different opinions on this, because I thought it showed pretty well.
3: Hmm.
1: I was kind of into it. Like, uh, I don't know. I think they're ticking the what makes an Indiana Jones film boxes to an extent. Like,
0: hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, I would say acceptable Harrison Ford. <laughs> That's a very small box <laughs> Possible. To take.
0: Passable Harrison Ford. Nazis, no well, I hate these guys.
1: Well, no, but I explicitly say it because, like, if the last like two Indiana Jones films are to go by, you only need a passable Harrison Ford. <laughs> 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 I
0: mean, but are you saying those were good Indiana Jones movies? I mean, <laughs> I, mean, past, I, mean I enjoyed Dial of Destiny. It's,
1: I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. It's not. You know, it's, it's no. It doesn't hold a candle to Temple of Doom. But like,
3: yeah,
1: but still it was possible Service, serviceable so it's yeah enjoyable I had a good time watching it uh, yeah I don't know I thought the trailer looked looked, looked looked good I mean it's it's machine games you know the Wolfenstein team having a seemingly having a go um, a, a bit of an arcane like game um, you know yeah. it, it looked a bit like well uh, like 2 Raider Disney <laughs> unsurprisingly like, yeah Well, if Dishonored was a bit more grounded, I think is the oh sure, yeah, first first person stealthy could work. Doing some doing some whip combat.
2: the, The problem is that that exact like focus of like obviously, Indiana Jones has to be stealth. And when you get into combat, you're not going to be doing like, well, you might do some machine guns, but you're probably not going no, to do much no. machine guns. Gen- Gen- I mean, there was, uh, I think there was some, uh, like, like, a turret sequence they showed, right? Sure. Was on, like, a it, was, it was on it. Was
1: in a, it was in a plane. But, like, up a plane.
2: having the bulk of your game be stealth is always risky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tomb Raider showed that once they went into their, into the modern Tomb Raiders, where it's like, mm. eh, you could get I away try- with it for a while, but, like, Those pe- fun- people fall off that pretty quick
1: uh what was it like i forget what the i I forget what their subtitles were but the first two of the most recent trilogy
2: were were good i haven't played well yeah that's what i'm saying the The first two out of the three when it started to fall off yeah you can't sustain stealth mechanics for like that many games Uh, yeah i don't
1: think people were too too up on shadow of the tomb raider which was the last one but that wasn't handled by crystal dynamics right that was actually given to a different team i think the and it's
2: also like you know falling into that realm is the it's not we're not even just talking about like multiple games in the same series it's like that format of game i feel like is starting to fall off as well maybe yeah what the immersive sim. If you sim, want to emulate a unquote. game,
0: just you just rip off Uncharted, right? From, well, that, yeah, I mean, that's,
2: but, but I think that's why they didn't. <laughs> yes, that is the problem. You can't yeah. just rip off Uncharted because we we've we're done with Uncharted at this point. Well, well sort, of. sort of. well, yeah, I think Naughty Dog are done
1: with Uncharted, right? I don't think they're going to return to it anymore. No, I think um, it's pretty done.
0: Story-wise it's done, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uncharted yeah. it 4 is really good. <laughs> but yeah
2: that was Microsoft
0: <laughs> oh yeah there was a by the way there's a um, Last of Us Part 2 re-release on PS5 yeah the, the
2: PS5 remaster so
0: yeah feels it's very
2: done. too soon well I mean hmm. are they going to remaster this remaster again like they did with the <laughs> other one we're gonna get this on PS6 I guess they did do it twice didn't they yep <laughs> Last of Us Part 1 was it yeah, it was
1: The Last of Us, Last of Us Remastered, and then Part One.
0: Yes. <laughs> Don't remember part one.
1: Part one is the most recent one. Um right. where it's they PS5'd it, yeah. Alright. And changed some models around and made things look a little different here and there. Da, 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 da. Yeah.
2: That's that's the most recent. Mm. I mean, I would hope that the PS six is going to be slightly further away than those three remakes were together. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
1: I mean, Last of Us One was a PS3 game, so they got away with it. Yeah, Um, even
2: though it feels like they were real close together, one of them was a bit further apart. Yeah, I mean that.
1: Yeah, the first release of Last of Us was like right at the end of the PS3 cycle. So yes, it was like right
2: at the end of the PS3, right at the start of the PS5, of the two bookends to that, and then you Uh, had the one in the middle. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I
1: feel about. Last of was too remastered. It seems that seems that feels far too close. Mm. But yeah, I guess there isn't a PS5 version of it. So whatever. Um, yeah, that's nice to do have. what you must. They probably could have timed it to like season two of the show
3: or something like. Yeah,
1: that would, or, or, or is it about momentum? It's like everyone likes the show. Well, let's fill the gap between the two with a, with a, with a remaster.
0: Maybe Maybe. I guess. So you
2: can play through the story you're about to watch, or a mostly similar one at least. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Let's see how far through they get. Part two. They've cast the, um, whatever you know, the other person you play, Abby. Yeah, Abby. That's right. Sorry, I haven't played it. Yes, the but be- that the, the yeah, that actress is like okay, we've cast you for this character. <laughs> Get ready for the shitstorm on social media. <laughs> yeah,
1: of people not liking you because you're quite an unlikable character. I don't know. That was my takeaway anyway. Like that's kind of the, the point. I think she's supposed to be an un, a, an unlikable character until you play with her, and then I still think mm. she's unlikable. But you know, <laughs> so that didn't really work on me. But.
0: <laughs> Right, what else is going on news-wise? Uh, Microsoft has fired a whole bunch of people.
2: I mean, at this point, this this might as well not be news. This is just continuously it just, happening. It's just constantly of last going. Year. Yeah. So everyone is firing everyone. everyone.
0: There's a, there's a step After they acquired Activision Blizzard, right? Yeah. Not, I mean, it's a pretty big number. It's really like
1: out. 1,900 people. Um, it's, it's a sizable, sizable number. <coughs> uh, it's not no. just Activision Blizzard being affected by it. It is kind of no. gaming division-wide um uh but it just seems probably motivated by the the acquisition it's like oh we're too big now like we need we could scale back a bit um uh, or something like that i don't know um but it could just be the, the general market pressures of, of that everyone else is going through uh who knows i don't claim to understand how big business thinks uh I mean there's a, there's a fun uh, there's a fun not fun stat flying around about that like 2024 is already halfway to the number of of official layoffs that 2023 encountered and 2023 was a bad year so mm, yeah. uh that's that's not a good start
2: um but this does feel like it's a spillover from Oh 100 percent Yeah, yeah. Also, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's, like the, it's like the year is just a like a like a, well, I mean, a needless boundary have like, like a March, process. you know, financial year. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That too. Um But yeah, one one of the ca the, the major casualties of this is that uh a project Blizzard had been working on for six years, a behind the scenes, was totally unannounced until now. Um uh, a survival project multiplayer experience called Odyssey. Um mm. uh yeah that's been completely canned. Um and I think most of the staff
3: that Blizzard lost were staff that were working on Odyssey. Um uh That
0: was all it was called actually. It was just called Odyssey.
3: So that's I don't know. Perhaps they needed to zhuzh up the name before it released,
1: but whatever that might be a code name. Yeah, probably was. Probably was. Um Yeah, so that like, but it's, it was canned not just because it had been in development for so long, but because it was known that it would have needed quite a lot longer before it was even releasable. Um, With internal sources citing, it's another curse of the proprietary engine. Um, So Blizzard have their own uh, graphics engine that they use to do stuff, and uh, because they weren't happy with how things like Unreal. Scale up to the size of map they wanted to have with 100 players. To which my brain immediately goes, Is that, is that not Fortnite? I mean, uh, I guess they could they might have wanted a much bigger
2: map yeah, than that's Fortnite. What, does. I guess Fortnite isn't that uh, big, yeah. technically. It's a big ish map with 100 players. <laughs> I mean, even satisfactory devs have said that, like, yeah, that Unreal isn't great even for our map size. Huh. They have to do some partitioning of the world and stream it in or whatever. Yeah, I guess no one's figured out how to break it. But then...
1: It may, is that just, like, modern Unreal? Because, like, like, games like Final Fantasy Fifteen and stuff were developed on Unreal, and... Oh, no, were they? That might have been Luminous. That was probably Luminous. Um, I don't know. It feels like there have been big open-world games that have been Unreal-powered.
2: Mm, well probably not that many Unreal 5 though Yeah, no probably not 5 and presumably this thing was 4 <laughs> presumably I don't know if it's been well, around it for 6 it, years well it would have been 4 and then oh we've... well I mean the proprietary engine so I guess it wasn't Unreal at all but
1: <laughs> yeah I forget I think it was called Synapse their engine um, uh, I don't know if it's the same one they use for Overwatch and stuff like that um, mm.
2: <laughs> definitely not very large oh,
1: you to talking not. about the Overwatch definitely engine not. yeah <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that was that was the core reason they were apparently struggling. They were struggling to get their own engine running to a way that would support the game. So, like their pipeline apparently involved making all the assets and making all the materials for Unreal, prototyping stuff in Unreal, and then having to go through a second process to port it all into Synapse. <laughs> so um, they should have just used Unreal, apparently well maybe but then but then, so they could have done all the asset work and stuff like that but then they can't actually make the game function in Unreal so then they had to do that yeah it sounded like a bit of a mess like was, well, it
2: sounds like they could make the game function in either end. yeah
1: exactly <laughs> exactly um, they probably I don't know yeah probably could have borrowed someone's help get frostbite and then yeah. get screwed by that edge and not working at large or, scale either <laughs> Or oh, I've forgotten the name of it, but whatever the, the Gorilla engine, right? The one that powers um Death Stranding. <laughs> and, uh, um, and Horizon. That could Horizon, have been yeah. that's a licensable engine. But then but then they probably wouldn't have been able to get hold of it because that's Sony,
2: right? Um well, not any longer. Uh, what? Why well, is it Microsoft now? Oh, no, but,
1: sorry, I meant the Gorilla Games engine would be Sony, right? So yeah, that's what i saying. Yeah, they wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to get hold of that now,
2: yeah. I mean, they um, probably could if it's an engine. I'm sure there's some, they might have a licensing that is more agreeable for that, even cross companies. Maybe. I'm sure Sony
1: would, like, throw their weight around and be like, because we still I mean, haven't like, seen I Death guess Stranding on PC, because I, right? <laughs> I mean, on, um,
2: on Xbox. Because it depends how much they consider that kind of engine thing valuable to their overall, like, dev studio butt groups or whatever
3: yeah
1: apparently that that second Horizon game is coming to PC very soon Um, so Sony actually carrying on their support of PC which I find interesting not played any of them yet but I find it interesting Uh, that's pretty much all I got Zach surprised me with news
2: well, there's only two small bits of news that is more like things that I see that I've been seeing in my Steam news, one of which, weirdly, because I haven't played the game on this game on Steam in forever, but apparently <laughs> Eve Online, they're making an FPS again. Wait, what? <laughs> they're really? making another FPS. Really? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> and it sounds like it's you know, it's a separate thing that you have to. It's not like it's part of Eve or anything. So it's going to be it, uh, basically. It sounds exactly the same. <laughs> that's it right. looks different as right. from the, like the tiny screenshots I've seen. Obviously, I'm not paying attention in any way. I just this is like headline. But yes, I, I mean thought it they was funny. still
0: if they start now, they've still got time to come out before Star Citizen. Yep, <laughs> oh, I mean
2: yeah, easily done. <laughs> and then the other,
1: I ah, guess that's interesting because I, I, I it's, it's weird timing because like I just this week like I was listening to a podcast and someone referred to Dust 5 on 4
2: yep that is weird well that maybe that's why yeah maybe they well no, yeah maybe they knew but they didn't come they up with that say topic it. Yeah. yeah they had been reminded of it because of that mm.
1: yeah weird so, so wait. Just, like, the plan is they're just going to try the the idea behind five one four again. and it's going to. I like, don't
2: really know what it's actually like. Linking
1: to Eve Online. Yeah, I don't or, know
2: what the what the joining is or anything like that. The linkage, but yeah, all like
1: just just, uni- just a universe thing.
2: Yeah, well, all I saw was the the headline basically of like, oh, we're doing the here comes the test rounds. Join now to get your EVE skins for being a tester of the oh, FPS. So it's, so it's that far along as well. That Supposedly, yeah. yeah. But... one.
1: 514... I mean, I guess nobody knows, but I wonder if five one four was
2: profitable for them in any way. <laughs> well, I don't... It, wasn't it PS3 exclusive as well? Well, yes, that was the major problem. And super pissed off all the PC players of yeah. EVE, obviously. <laughs> I don't actually know what systems this one's going out on. As I say, uh, this is literally, I only read the headline of the news story and was like, well, that's weird. And then said it here. <laughs> and then the other new release, I guess, coming up, which is also weird, is they're making Prison Architect 2. Oh, yeah. Except, like, they're not making Prison Architect 2 because they sold that IP. <laughs> the two guys who made Prison Architect 2, that's not them making Prison Architect I mean, they yeah, made Prison Architect 1. 1. One. Yeah. They're not making Prison Architect 2. They oh. sold that IP to Paradox. Oh, so it's not... I thought it was a Team 17 joint. Nope. Uh, huh. yeah. where did I get that from? Probably another similar game. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so the, they sold it to Paradox, so now a developer under Paradox are making... Well, it's the developer that basically took over Prison Architect 1 mm-hmm. when they were doing the Paradox thing of making a shit down a DLC for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now the... Developers who were making the DLC for Prison Architect One are making Prison Architect Two, and as far as I can tell, looking at the like developer page on Steam, which admittedly might not be everything they've ever done, obviously they uh, this dev studio just makes DLC like oh. they made the DLC for Prison Architect One and Minecraft Dungeons. Oh, weird! And like a couple of other, and like I think there is a couple of actual games in their list as well, but not what No, actually, I guess. They might be a port studio as well because I think the the only other game that the game in their list that was actual game not a DLC was P- P- Pixel Junk, and I think that's oh, okay. they were doing the port because that's not that's like Q I or mean, whatever, right? Uh, or one of the other versions of Q that isn't Q. Yeah, I want to <laughs> and, say, I want to say rev- Q were just a publisher for for the Pixel Junk games. But yes, I think that might have been they did a port of the pixels going into, pe- into, pe- into steam or whatever but yes so th- it's weird but basically don't get too hyped about a new prison architect bearing in mind that it's not the people who made prison architect <laughs> I, th- I
1: did see uh it did pop up on my twitter actually this and so i've seen the like in the reveal trailer yeah i guess and it's like they're they are making a big deal of like the the, the it's hey it's 3d now
2: yeah and for like for what purpose really <laughs> also prisons aren't often you know super multi-story maybe a couple of stories yeah they're normally
1: like (laughs) I don't know I thought I I would say like most prisons are like two or three stories like in a central hole like like, two or three
2: stories but like is there any difference between those stories not really no they're just uh, it doesn't have three times as many people they're just piles of cells yeah I don't think I don't think making it 3D inherently gives much gameplay value to the game of prison I think (laughs) So yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I mean,
1: you is it has it got your like Kerbal Space Program too like heckles up? Well, I
2: mean it's paradox. Too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> also, you know, DLC. <laughs> That's the paradox assumption. <laughs> sure. <laughs> they just keep making DLC for goddamn everything. Magic. <laughs> So, yes, that's the that's tiny bit of extra news. Apart from, I guess, there's quite a lot of extra news about one of the things I've been playing.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Should we segue?
0: <laughs> I think that was Let's the segue. Segue into what you've been playing.
1: <laughs> and also, news. Tell us about quote unquote Pokemon with guns. Yep. <laughs>
2: that's what everyone says. So, well, I mean, so the news part of it first before we get into the actual game part of it is like there was a lot of uh, sort of unfounded suspicion when this thing came out and some fake news getting in there as well about whether it was like, you know, well, first of all, whether it was real, Mm. (laughs) because it's like this might just be a scam, but it's not. It's real. And then there was... I mean,
1: it had been advertised like twice at the Game Awards, I think. At this, yeah, this and place.
2: I mean, it, it's not like this came totally out of nowhere. It's been around for like two years yeah, yeah. in development. It's been a—it's very very much a known quantity. And then there was some su- some suspicion about, like, AI involvement. Right, right. But, like, that turned out to be nothing. That turned out to be people overblowing it. Also, I mean, like, so the, the CEO of the company is... Quite enthusiastic about AI sure. in, in a businessy way sure. that you would expect, and therefore people were on high alert for potential AI-generated shenanigans. Yeah. Sure, but apparently it doesn't seem like that was actually true. But and then the next layer of that is like plagiarism. Basically, mm. <laughs> it's like if it's not AI ripping it off, it could still be humans ripping it off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, something that looks like a Pokemon might a pokemon yeah and and like so well once i you know once i'm in there looking at these things it's like sometimes it's like okay you can see some inspirations and sometimes you, it's like here's two things mixed together and then sometimes it's just like well that's just pokemon <laughs> i know exactly what pokemon that is it's got the exact same design features it's just slightly differently shaped
1: the funniest one i saw <laughs> the funniest like quote, like plagiarism like accusation I've seen is one that where they'd actually done a little bit of modelling work to change the look. But the idea Oh man. They took Oddish, right? Right. Was it like a duck like thing holding a leek? No, that's far fetched. Sorry, you're right, not Oddish, but that is far fetched, I'm thinking of, yes. You know, I love Odd. Far-fetched. Odd, far fetched. You
0: know. Oddish is like the radish. Yeah. Yes, Oddish yes. is just a radish. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no they, they took far fetched and um so that and made a sort of like more of a oh, what's the sparrow like Pokemon? Um,
2: more pity, no, know, Spiro,
1: P- Spiro, yeah, a spirit more of a so they have an equivalent where it was more of a Spiro looking thing, but it was holding a carrot like instead of a leek. And it's just like, like, I could see what you were doing there. Like, it's just like you just, you just took the idea of far fetched and twisted it a bit.
2: Well, I was expecting you to be holding a gun, <laughs>
1: <'Cause, you> know, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the point. Right? Mean, maybe
2: that maybe the carrot is a gun, I don't know. <laughs> Or a rocket or something. Maybe. I, have, I haven't seen <laughs> that one yet. But, like, the the most obvious one that I saw is, like... It's it's the Pokemon Sylveon, which is the fairy type in evolution of Eevee. Okay. So it's like an Eevee, but, like, slightly bigger, and then, like, it's white and pink, and it has these, like, ribbons that come out of its neck, okay. which yeah. are, like, tentacles. Because, because Pokemon are weird. But, like, the version in Power World is... It's the exact same pink and white. It has the exact same technical things. It's just like a rabbit and it's like bipedal instead of quadruped. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it's exactly the same design features, just like they're on just, a very
1: slightly different animal. Yeah, just transplanted. And I think that's what most of their designs actually are, right? It's the same idea, just transplanted slightly.
2: Well, it's like that one is the most obvious where the design features are have been transplanted but some of them are like the exact same shape in a mm. different way where it's like there is just one that basically looks exactly like an Eevee except sort of like fluffier <laughs> right it's like it's had a shader apply well it's not a really a shader, shader it's a model <laughs> it's still modeled fluff it's not hair Okay. okay we're not okay, getting okay. hair tech on this dress <laughs> <laughs> effects but yeah after all the ridiculous controversy and and memes I suppose it, it is just a game and I, and it, it's like you know this is maybe an opportunity to be like how much copying is too much What? where is the line of plagiarism well, if they get sued we'll find out I guess yeah if, if Nintendo are interested they it's, yeah, it is it is an interesting
1: one because it is it does stylistically look real close and as you say there's a lot of questionable borrowing at least yeah. really, it appears to be like that but in the same breath, like, was that not
2: Digimon back in the day? Like, if we not, well, is that not every one of Monster these Monster Rancher? Yeah, any like, of these <laughs> games slash series that does... I mean, there's only... But the thing is that, like I say, in this case, it's very direct to Pokemon. It's not... Because if you look at Digimon, they don't really look like Pokemon, And there's not even any... that are, Sim- that similar, right? Right, right, like the same animal or whatever in the same shape. Whereas in this, it is like this is just a Pokemon, <laughs> you can you've stolen the exact there's a lot a lot of the, the same shape or the shape, the same well, in some cases, even like the same type. Right, it's like there's yeah. a Pikachu equivalent that just looks like Pikachu, it has like the lightning bolt tail and everything. It's like, well, that's maybe kind of close, <laughs> kind of risky. But the thing is, I mean, like, I mean,
1: all the adverts have like the big Pikachu-looking thing on them, right? Well, the, the big the, like Totoro no, face—that's that,
2: the Electabuzz, right? That's the Pokemon uh, yes, it's based on. Sorry, you're right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. But yeah, or more like the ele- evolution of Electabuzz—I forget what that's called, ele- Elevire or something. Mm. That was a later thing, not in Generation One. Um, but yeah, like uh, if if there was a case for this to get stopped, you figure they would have already stopped it. Yeah. Because it's not like they haven't known it's coming for like two years. No, I think N- Ninty must have been aware. They must have. And Nintendo are always super fast at shutting down anything. Absolutely. I mean, they've they've yeah. shut
1: down Pokemon mods for the game already.
2: Yes. I mean, that's probably because they stopped the literal models out of Pokemon. <laughs> probably. That's probably a little more of a legal, obvious yeah. case there. <laughs> it's like these haven't been fan-built. They've just been nicked. But yeah, it's just like we'll see if this goes if the if this continues to exist as it does or if anything gets changed.
1: So what about the actual game? Because yeah. I don't know, this
2: Well, the actual game is basically It
1: looks really weird. It's not quite what I had in mind. Like it is just a, it just like the at least the opening part of it just seems like a survival ass survival game. It just happens the animals just happen to be these Pokemon looking things and they can be made into workers.
2: Well yeah. I mean, it's basically... Well, people say it's a lot like Ark, which I don't know about. Okay. Just like with Pokemon instead of dinosaurs, obviously. You can make dinosaur workers? (laughs) Well, you can tame them and ride them around, I guess. Don't know about the working in base part. But like... Dinosaur slaves. Like the style of the style of the Pokemon part of Power World feels like even though I haven't played it I've seen quite a bit of video feels like Pokemon Arceus because it's that same like you just run around and throw balls at shit it's not Mm. it's the less rigid Pokemon I'm sorry Power Spheres yes I mean I guess (laughs) well I was talking about Arceus you throw throw balls at shit But the, the main difference between Arceus running around throwing pokeballs at shit and Power World running around throwing palsies at shit is l- like, it doesn't have the Pokemon battles. Like, you don't, in Legends, you can capture things just by throwing balls, mm. and mm. Then, then that has like a capture rate percentage, or you can go into like a Pokemon fight and do the Pokemon fight thing. Whereas in this, you don't do that. It's just like you run up and, well, punch things in the face. (laughs) Okay. Or you can... (laughs) I mean, you can literally do that. literally. (laughs) Or you can throw out your captured powers and have them fight, but it's not... It's automatic. It's not like a battle it's not an rpg oh, right there's element no, there's to no it. like
1: you have to pick your moves or whatever it's, it's
2: just, just a damage output basically mm. they just do damage on the thing you're fighting and it's actually kind of awkward because then you have to like before the, they manage to kill them, you have to quickly go like okay come back so i can actually deal with throwing the ball before mm. you murder it
1: <laughs> right yeah it's more of a summoner
2: unit system than yeah um there's no structure to the fights in that in mm. that rpg way that pokemon does but yeah, apart from that, it's quite similar to the Arceus method of you're just running around this open world, there's a bunch of things all over the place and you just throw balls at them. <laughs> and, cap- and also the s- same kind of grinding aspect of like capturing a lot of things. Yeah, because Capturing it- multiple of one thing on purpose. <laughs> but isn't that only like a portion of it, isn't it? like
1: Like any survival game about base building and crafting and gaining materials
2: by punching rocks. And- well, there's some of that, but like... The it's not. It's a progression thing that makes you level up faster. Basically, it's like it, it's not really. I mean, I mean, it gives you armor and stuff. I guess so you're more survivable. I mean, theoretically, you could just get through that game probably just by dodging, mm. like, and just letting your pals do all the fighting. In theory, you probably couldn't because that's actually real difficult to avoid damage in that way mm. because of the way the attacks work. But like the base building aspect it's just it's it's not a survival game in like a very hardcore way like you have a hunger bar but you can just eat whatever the fuck you want <laughs> and there's berries growing all over the place it's like it's not it's not actually dangerous in in the survival aspect it's dangerous in the fighting aspect and you know you have a dodge roll and all that usual stuff of of fighting and I guess Arceus had a dodge roll as well for avoiding those attacks. So yeah, it's a lot like that. But yeah, the and then you have the base building and you employ the powers into the base to do the do all the la- manual labor stuff. But that's that's more a situation of like crafting times along, so you just set things going and then leave and they you do the work while you're doing other stuff. It's like it's not it's not that you couldn't do it yourself, because you can in most cases. That, that it's more efficient to just have a bunch of dudes doing it for you while you're out doing other things, sure, yeah. while you're out exploring and catching more stuff. Factorio. Well, yeah, kind of, but not not nearly as automated as, as I would like, for sure. Oh, well,
1: yeah. Paltorio.
2: I mean, I feel like that's one thing. I mean, they have already said they want to improve the AI in the... In, well, they said PAL AI in general, but I don't know if they mean in ba- base as well as fights right, or whatever. Yeah. But like at the moment, the 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 automation they'll they'll do jobs that they have the ability to do because then each different PAL has different. You know, this one could do mining, and this one could do farming or whatever at different grades, depending on how generally how large they are. <laughs> Bigger ones get better, um, but you don't like you don't have to worry about it you just set them doing it but then the because the automation is just basically once they've you when you set a task on like a craft table they come and do it but then the output just sits there on the table
3: Oh, right. You can't
2: automatically like bring in more resources or ship them out or anything right, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. The only there's no belt. The, yeah, the only hauling tasks because they there is a class for hauling, but that's between like the raw resources, like the woodcutting site, which is a It's not like trees; it's just like a building that generates wood when a mm-hmm. when a woodcutting. Uh, pal is working on it. You can ship between that and a chest. So things that generate raw resources like that and the ranch and the farms, if you put a chest nearby, then the haulers move the stuff out of there into the chest, which then makes it accessible when you're building the base, you have access to all the resources that are in chests, regardless of where you are. So when you're building stuff in the base, that makes it easier. But it's not like you can do anything more complicated than that. And also they're actually even more dumb than that, where it's just like... Because um, the resources in the world respawn, which includes down to like pebbles on the ground that give you like one bit of rock when you pick them up. Mm, right. But then when those respawn, the gathering powers in your base will pick them up. But then because it's just somewhere in your base, it just ends up getting put in a random chest. So you'll constantly find oh, like right, random yeah, bits yeah. of rock and wood in random chests all <laughs> over the place because it just happened to be the nearest one to the, when the resources spawned. Which chests fill up then, and so they could get blocked? And well, they fill up like slots, but I don't know what the stack oh, size it, is because I've never hit it. <laughs> right, so, right. so, you're probably okay. Probably,
1: you'll just have like every chest will just have I have it, rock, and rock and wood in, in it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so that's slightly annoying. Am I right in thinking that like it's like implied in this game that things just straight up die? Like they don't faint; they're they just they're just dead, dead.
2: They it's weird because when you actually kill kill them or whatever, they ha they the model that gets left behind has like spiral eyes, which <laughs> right. still does imply that they're like fainted or whatever. But you also get like meat.
1: Yeah, that was the bit because the, the bit I was I was thinking Although, of is like I watched Donkeys like how to get a gun in the in Pokemon with guns video, uh, which was pretty funny there's just one bit where he's like oh I need flame
2: organs yeah so he had to go fight and- a bunch of the flame guys to yeah. get flame organs but the thing is you also get those when you capture them so even if you oh, if wait you, what if you fight a sheep and then capture it you still get meat it's just like but but like so you've just taken a chunk off yeah, the sheep but the sheep's still good it doesn't make any sense but that, that, that's how that works so you can still capture them and still get the drops are they, are they like they have some kind
1: some kind of milk Meat teat or something. <laughs> when they can just like meat teat.
2: I mean, I feel like that could be. Or, they, a...
1: or do they layer meat?
2: <laughs> I think that could be a change they could make to make it a bit more <laughs> important. Sorry, let's go there. Oh, man. Layer meat. That's not... not that it really makes much difference whether you kill something or capture something. It's like the cost of a ball. <laughs> Or the slight annoyance if they won't stay in the fucking ball. Because, right. <laughs> you know, the Pokemon system jiggles three times and then it catches it. Yeah. <laughs> Boink. Except in this case, it actually gives you a percentage. Well, I guess Arceus kind of does that as well. But it does it slightly differently when you, when you throw the ball. Or when you're lining up the ball, it shows you the percentage, which I think is how it works in Arceus. But then when you throw the ball at the thing, when it does the jiggle three times, it like... Count up the percentage, so each jiggle halves or thirds the percentage that there is left. So you get like a live count of what the percentage on each jiggle is, essentially. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so you can start at like thirty percent, and then the second jiggle it's up to sixty percent. So there's still a sixty percent chance it'll escape at that point, and then it will go up to like well, hundred because there's only three. But yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. So you can see sort of you can see the gauge mid- the escape power. Yeah, and how and then whether it's worth just throwing more balls at them. I see. There doesn't seem to be. I don't know if Arceus does this as well, but in Pokemon, you get, you get a bonus if you keep throwing balls at, over and over in the old RPG system of Pokemon. Right. So I don't know if it's, this is in Arceus, but constantly, if they break out of a ball then you immediately throw another one, that does give they're a, a, a bit, slight bonus to yeah, capture. Okay.
1: They're a bit tired from the first escape. I guess. But that doesn't appear to be the case in Power World. Mm. It
2: always seems to start at the same percentage. Right.
1: They can just bust out.
2: Yeah. Um, and it does have, like in Arceus, it has the back attack Rating if you throw the pokeball from the ball from behind, it's better, you get the bonus. Although that seems to not function very well, but you know, early access or whatever, they might Mm. make it work a bit better. But I feel like I'm not getting back shots when I should be. (laughs) Classic problem, yeah. And then the other thing that's maybe slightly surprising about the game is like it's quite large. (laughs) You, would have, you It feels like something that, you know, some indie developer made in, like, a month, and then it's going to be tiny, and it'll just be a joke or whatever. But it's like, the world is fucking gigantic, and there's,
3: hmm.
2: I mean, there's not, there's only £111, <laughs> right. so it's only, like, generation one of Pokemon, Ones. Sure. <laughs> that is still technically a full game of things. Yeah, I mean, they've put in work. And uh, and don't, uh, don't forget they're going to have to do
1: all they, they've done all this from scratch rather than like the, the red and blue I suppose they only had to do like a pixel you know they only had to do like two images for every Pokemon always like
2: well and that's I mean uh, maybe that's another thing that Powerwall season is like animation quality compared to modern Pokemon right I'm not I think they still do only have like a physical attack and special attack animation but then you've got all like the working base animations and stuff sure yeah and carrying S- stuff and yeah slightly more I mean, sometimes the carry animations don't have an animation exactly where it's just like, I'm balancing this thing on my head somehow. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the, this, this is... If it's not a legal wake-up call for the on company, it's maybe a, like, here's how you make an overworld game and have it actually function. Right, <laughs> I'm <Yeah, laughs> sure. yeah. Graphically. Probably. I mean, there are still a couple of, like, graphical glitches, like, one in... One of the places where one of my bases are is near one of the boss towers. And there's, like, some kind of weird particle effect glitch going on where, like, a stream of particles comes off the tower, but only when you're looking at it at certain angles. Oh, weird. (laughs) But, you know, that's just early access stuff. I think I did find another weird early access, like, in development thing. I think I found, like, a default light source in one of the forests. Like I could see something glowing in the distance and I, and I ran over there to see what it was. And it's just like a floating white orb. It's like, oh, that looks like someone's made and left an edited default light source in the scene. Right, no, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was just there when they were editing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. It's surprising that doesn't happen more often. We
1: yeah. yeah. I saw sort of, I, I, my brain just suddenly kicked in and was like, <laughs> did Nintendo not show any malice towards Temtem? Humble Bundles... Um, attempt at making a Pokemon game.
2: Well, I don't. That's more directly a Pokemon game. Right? Yeah, but the designs are different, right? That's that's why this is the this is the game that you people think it might go after because the designs are so similar.
3: Yeah. Whereas maybe. in
2: Temtem, it's just like it's a type of game. You can't copyright like game mechanics. No, unfortunately. Well, fortunately, not. I mean. Yes. <laughs> Currently, I'm sure people will try.
1: I mean, it's got a bit of similarity, but yeah, I guess maybe it is a little. I don't know. Looking at looking at some screenshots of things, and I'm thinking that could probably pass as a as as current gen
2: Pokemon. (laughs) Well, I mean, they could pass as current gen Pokemon, but that's that's why the powered ones seem worse because it's like you can if you know the Pokemon, you can see it directly. It's not like it's just a Pokemon style animal. Yeah, it's just like Like, it is just a Pokemon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) very much it's more direct a copy rather than an influence
2: or. I mean, I guess that's the legal argument, right? That's the whole fight. I mean, yes, that is the fight that they might have at some point if they do fight over this. But we can only hope that this will cause the Pokemon companies to at least try and make a better game. Yeah, (laughs) at least mechanically look at it and go like, hmm. Well, I don't know about mechanically. This is like, technically it's quite... I mean, I'd like a Pokemon game that had the base building and that kind of stuff. Maybe not the enslavement part, but you know... (laughs) Sure. not sure how you, you can do that in a more friendly way The Pokemon game and just have the you know work some for kind you of, oh yeah some kind of I charming mean, do mechanic basically,
1: rather than necessarily be I need to beat you into submission and now
2: you're mine well I mean Pokemon is already like that <laughs> I'm just saying that when they're <laughs> yes, working but... in the base you don't need to imply that it's like forced manual labor mm. they can just be friendly helping you out
1: <laughs> right yeah no this is what I like to do therefore I'm going to do it
2: and it's a, a bit more viva piñata or yeah, that, yeah you just want to have a bunch of animals around and they're helpful not mm. necessarily that you're forcing them to do it sure at gunpoint <laughs> I mean it's not that forced and they do seem happy about it most of the time in that World I mean that's just a facial expression well I'm sure but... they're, they're probably born with that face you can overwork them it's like a specific toggle once you get a certain building you'd ah, be like okay. go into hard hard labour mode where oh, they wow. get much less breaks or whatever wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but most of the time they seem fine with it <laughs> Funny, funniest pound name so far oh man there's so many it's just typical bad puns and like well the, <laughs> is there a pseudo wudo not that I've seen yet no. nah, not in that quality of name you can't beat pseudo wudo I mean there's a lot of stuff that's just like It's, like, sometimes puns, but they're, like, they've forced the pun into weird, into weird, into, like, it's not a pun in the Pokemon sense where it, like, matters always. Like, there's this, one of the sort of world early world bosses you see is, it's like a ferret, but it's ice. Mm. Which, you know, there's a ferret Pokemon, but the Pokemon one is normal, so it's clearly different. But, but the ice ferret is just called, like, Chillet and it's just like like spelt with the E-N-T of ferret. ferret, It's like, that's not... It's not not very clever. It doesn't mean anything. It's not a funny pun in any way, and it's not really that relevant to the animal. Yeah, that's sort of what happens. The tiny water elephant that looks sort of teapot-shaped is just called a teafant.
1: (laughs) It's like, great. (laughs) So, So they've basically done what? like Infinite Fusion does or what just munged names together well like, it's not really rather...
2: mashing names together it's like it's it, it does T and it's it an elephant, uses it's the o- for... it, it, it's not as smart as Pokemon I guess yeah. it uses the obvious word that is the thing and part of an animal name <laughs> gotcha yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's that and I played well I played it on Game Pass at first because it's on Game Pass in case Rob wants to come and join me for a couple of minutes, but probably not. Don't know that I do. <laughs> but I played it on Game Pass first, but then I had to buy the Steam version anyway because someone else wanted to play it, and for oh, some reason, no. it's not crossplay. Oh, the developers yeah. have said that like the version numbers are probably never going to align just because of the Microsoft update process.
1: Right, that's not the first time I've heard that. Honestly, people do seem to struggle with the Microsoft Store crossplay. Yeah, uh, on PC, um. Not so bad console to Steam version if you're doing it that way, but if you're doing multiple PC versions, then that can be a bit finicky.
2: Well, it seems like it's it's not. I mean, that is maybe a separate problem, but it seems like the updating games on the PC Game Store has the same like, um, you know, quality control stuff. Oh, it's got to go through cert. Go through cert, which then just makes it inherently slower. Yeah. That was the problem that Against the Storm had where when they first released and, and the game was deleting everyone's saves all the time on the Windows version. They couldn't patch that very quickly at all because it had to, has to go through cert and everything. It's yeah. like, even though that is a really critical bug at release for the game that you want people to buy. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I think there are ways to do
1: quicker patches through Microsoft, but maybe they're not, I don't know. Available like, to everyone. Yeah, something
3: like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is the other thing. This thing is actually like, isn't it doing
1: properly
2: well even on the on the sold versions? Of well, it? yes, it's yeah. it's got ridiculously high sales and ridiculously high concurrent players and all that stuff. But like, you know, it was a it was a meme. But then everyone found out that it's also actually just a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's like it's just a regular ass early access open world game. Yeah, I mean, that's the
1: vibe I'm getting. That it seems like a fairly mundane, not in. To me, not particularly interesting mechanically, like game, but just, well, it's just that it's got a Pokemon dressing on it and that seems to be drawing people in.
2: I mean, sure, it's like there is the thing that catches you of Pokemon of just like, you know, getting them all and all that stuff. Sure. There is a completionist aspect and you're meant to catch 10 of everything because you get bonus XP for that. Dang. And then there's a whole system of like, it does the the old school like card game slash catcher game thing of like mashing them together to make a better one. Oh, right huh. <laughs> so, it's, got, it's got
1: merge basically. yes it's got
2: merge oh really but and but then you can also breed them to get better ones as well huh and i don't actually know if those systems are different or whether that's just a different way to do the same thing like because they rate it has a star rating on them so all the ones you catch are catch a zero and then if you merge them it levels up the star rating I haven't got to the point of being able to breed them yet to see if if you breed them does that also make a one better, star one or whatever. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Although, although the idea of like uh, like how does that even work? Just like the merging of like I'm just going to I'm just going to take one puff ball and then well, another it, puff ball
2: and it, go Ugh! it's just like it, it's like they sacrifice their power for the other one or whatever and then they just disappear somehow. We're not going to specify what happens to them. It does sort of imply, I think the text does actually say, like, they sacrifice themselves <laughs> in some way, well, which literally feed themselves to, yeah, I don't know. But I, so in terms of like the grind, that is also it's like it, the scaling on that is pretty ridiculous. Where it's like to go from zero star to one star, you need four. Four things to merge into one, mm. and then to go from one star to two star, it's like you need 16, and it's like Jesus oh, Christ, really? <laughs> yeah, man, that's a lot of capturing, especially when you only want 10 for completing that part of the grind mm. 10 of each thing. And then, presumably, to go from one star to two stars is going to be like 32 or something.
3: Yeah,
2: it's like that's maybe a bit much, yeah, maybe. And I don't know how much benefit that actually gives you in terms of like stats or whatever, unless you
1: presume, you know, or is it like Two thirty two one star ones to get a two star Oh one? yeah, maybe like, it, it might be like or does it reduce four, you...
2: four one stars to go to two star maybe. So the yeah. same number and then But then they get if you're doing higher number mergers then it's I haven't well I guess that yeah. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. It would still be well no, because that, that that would still technically be 16 though, right? Because you'd have to put four level zeros to make four level to make a level one, and then you'd need four level ones, so that'd still be the equivalent of sixteen zeros. I don't know. It would just yeah, be another step. I don't, I don't know. Maths.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I have a Psyduck. I have
2: a Bonsley. Uh, well that's the breed Bonsley. That's the breeding, <laughs> not the merging. Because <laughs> apparently you can breed like special versions. I think it might just be like slight like type differences, maybe. Like I've seen a couple of the ones that which is like the same same power different type, where it's like this one's ice and this one's electric. And I think you're meant to be able to make those through breeding. And I just happen to have found them mm. naturally or like captured by bastards. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess. <laughs>
1: I say I'm making fun of it, like the whole merge process. But I mean, it's kind of weird. But that is technically what you're doing in Infinite Fusions as well. But that whole game's weird.
2: Yes, that is. but then Power
1: World's weird. I don't know why. I don't know why I have a problem with it. It's just funny.
3: Ugh.
1: I'm gonna merge them together. <laughs> you and the other. <laughs> why aren't you blending?
2: <laughs> I guess the other problem that Power World has is like is the scaling of the progress feels weird. Like you go from. Once you hit like once you get far enough into the base building to get metal and you upgrade from like regular bow to crossbow, it's really difficult to capture low level things because you keep one shot all no, the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like this is, this power increases a bit much. So like you can't go back to your regular bow? Well you can, but it's just like then you have to keep a regular bow around and it's really inconvenient to swap out your weapons all the time. <laughs> have to go back to base. <laughs>
1: no because you can't carry both
2: well you you can but like it's your inventory is weight limited and you only have four yeah. active weapon slots at a time wow, you're
1: so you're encumbered
2: as well yep you have encumbrance oh man it's an open world What <laughs> so is that um other things that I've been playing which maybe we'll talk about for a less amount of time um I played the demo of Odd Sparks which is basically Pikmin Factorio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have these little wooden golem things that that you can throw at enemies like Pikmin, but then you can also throw them on paths and make them walk backwards and forwards and transport materials around. Mm. So it has like a belt. You form them into a belt, basically, and then <laughs> right. and then use them to work buildings as well. They are the belt. Yes, you are the belt. But yeah, that. I mean, we didn't
1: want to make a game where you played as Indiana Jones. We wanted to make a game where you are Indiana. Jones. Yep,
2: <laughs> you are the belt, <laughs> the leather belt. Um, but yeah, that game seems like you know it's quite a simple thing. Currently, I mean, I guess it's just the demo of an early access game. So <laughs> who knows what it'll be eventually? But it seems like it seems. Slightly uncomplicated, and also like the again scaling might be a bit off because, mm-hmm. like, in order to transport enough materials to run, like, from a tree that you're cutting wood off to a number of factories that can use the full output of that tree, like the tree's making sixty per second, and each of these four factories uses fifteen per second or whatever. Or- Maybe not per second per whatever time limit. Yeah. But in order to do that, you need to put so many of these power of of the Pikmin onto the path that it like it feels like it's clogged up. Like they bump into each other all the time, and Mm. but they're forming a queue basically because they move slower while they're carrying stuff. So they will like pile up behind each other as they're walking along. Right. So it's not possible for them to deliver at the rate they need it. Or. Well, it's possible, but it feels like you're expending too many resources to do it. Like, head you're head. putting so many of those guys onto this one path just mm. to do this one route. It feels a bit much. Like, that scaling is mm. slightly off. Especially considering...
1: Are those guys called these
2: golems? Are they, like... Sparks, I guess. Are they are just sparks? <laughs> not like, pock <Pac-Man> or... <laughs> no. No, it's not quite... We're not into... It's not a power world. So was that. There's not much to say about that, I guess. It's no. just, just another one of those let's combine two random genres things going on. Let's see if it sticks. Um and then games that we already talked about before, uh I play a Mainly, before Power I've played a ton of Dyson Sphere programs still, where I've finally done the thing that I said I was going to do on my new PC of getting further in games that I hadn't done. Although in Dyson Sphere programs' case, it wasn't really because it ran badly. Like, it, was, it ran fine on my PC. It was like, this game is surprisingly well-optimized, considering the scale of stuff that's going on. Hmm. But yeah, I've got further in it than I have before, into the actual late game. But in this case, of course, it's also... I'm trying to figure out what's going on with the enemies. Like, figure out the tactics for Mm. dealing with that. And I thought I'd figured out the actual tactic for dealing with the space hives. Because... So, when you... You can kill the ground bases relatively easy, and you can deal with the space platforms relatively easy, and that's fine. But then how do you deal with the space hives? Because they have, like, a giant fleet that protects Mm. them. And, like, the way... Also, this might be because the space combat isn't finished, as they said previously. But, like, the, there seems to be the main way to deal with it is just basically put, like, 200 destroyers in your pocket and then just <laughs> throw them at it until it goes away. It's, like, full attrition. You're just going to it. You're going to expend a shit ton of resources because these destroyers are just going to constantly get destroyed. But you can store, like, 5,000 of them in you, so who cares? <laughs> but, like... That's in, not what? In, like just in your magic backpack. What, yeah, what? in your inventory. Like, okay. I mean, you are a robot, bear mm-hmm. in mind. Don't forget, <laughs> you are a giant space mech. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can just you can just sit a safe dis- you sit you a safe distance away and then just keep sending your fleet at them until you eventually win. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but that's not cool. So I was like, there must be a real way to do this, right? There must be a an actual mechanical way that this should work. If it's even implemented at this point, which it might not be, so I thought I'd figured it out. Which is like, if you kill all the bases on the planet, because the bases on the planet are mining the planet, it's weird because they don't they don't mine the resources that you mine because hmm. you like scrape the mineral veins off the surface and they just tunnel straight into the planet core and get resources that way. But they are it is a number that is tracked that they're mining. And sending back to the space hive. So if you destroy all the planetary bases, then the space hive doesn't get any more mass, as it's called, mm. total annihilation style. But like, so in theory, then you could just win by attrition that way. By if you aggro the space hive, it will send parts of it, parts of its fleet out to attack you. But then if they run out of mass, they won't be able to replace them any longer, right? So eventually, the 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 hive's fleet will run out, and then sure. you can just attack it much easier. Mm. So I was like, yeah, that's got to be the way to do it, right? But that it it should work. It will just take so fucking long because w- the space hives do get aggroed by the Dyson Sphere or the Dyson Swarm. Once you that was true, mm. I found out. But even that amount of aggro is like minuscule it takes so long for them to actually trigger an attack and then when they do trigger an attack it's only like five ships out of the couple of hundred Mm. that the hives typically have so it's like you could do that it's just gonna take so goddamn long
1: yeah for them to actually use the resources
2: i mean they do also use use the mass resource building more of the orbital platforms, which if you've got your missile launchers set to intercept them, then they keep they keep trying to land on the planet and getting blown up, so that's right. another drain on their, on their mass resource. Right, yes, yeah. so
1: if they've got no binding then they'll that'll eventually...
2: But the mass will run out way before the fleet will because they only send, like, five at you at a time. So it's like... It's a <laughs> I mean, good that idea. It doesn't
1: really help. Like, ultimately.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. It just doesn't actually work like that really at the mm. moment.
1: Because they just have I guess they just have too many ships flying around. It's well, they, ha- they have too we...
2: many ships in their in their fleet by default, and like you can't aggro them fast enough. Right. I was expecting them to get much more aggroed by the actual Dyson Sphere going on, but even that doesn't aggro the space hive. The only thing that seems to aggro the space hive a lot is if you're directly attacking the orbital platforms while they're on the planet. So if you're intercepting them as they come in, that does almost no aggro. It does some, but not nearly as much as if they've already landed and then you attack them. So you can't even do it that way because there's no way to set your. Well, I guess there is sort of one way to do it, but it'd be really inconvenient. There's no way to set it up like that to cause that to happen. Hmm. Like I need a. You need like some kind of aggro. Mechanism to just
1: boy <laughs> can't pay attention to me. I, mean, I to this... fly massive flag like playing Spice Girls. that for speaker for some reason. You want You want to kill
2: me? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I mean, I was thinking like I, this is getting into the things that they could theoretically implement, which they might do because, as I said, this isn't finished yet. But like, I want. Instead of trying to attack the hive directly with my spaceship fleet, I want, like, a super weapon you can build on a planet that will blow up the hive directly, but takes, mm. like, I don't know, 20 minutes or something to charge, and during that time it just aggroes all of them.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, makes
2: like they know they know the threat is
1: here, so they've got to, to neutralise
2: it. Yeah, you make it a defensive play where you have to survive for a certain amount of time while the big gun charges up. Yeah, not a bad idea. So we'll see, we'll see what they do with that. But yeah, at the moment it, it is theoretically possible to run down the fleet just by cutting off the mass and gradually working them down, but not in any reasonable period of time. Mm-hmm. Even and bearing in mind, I'm saying not even in even in a reasonable period of time in a game where I'm like seventy hours into it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Which is nuts. So yeah, that's that's the continuation of I programme getting into the late game, building multiples. Well, I guess I've still only technically built two spheres, which is still the most I've ever built. Hmm. And I'm not even full spheres. I built um, I built a fancy half a sphere, except it's rotating, like, I guess, actually, <laughs> It's hard to describe without visuals. I built a half sphere that's actually rotating around the planet like it blocks the sun for half the time or whatever. Oh, I see, right. And then I was planning to do like multiple layers of that, so that it'll rotate in different directions because it mm. would look cool, probably. <laughs> sure. That's really difficult for them to like plan daylight though, they like.
1: <laughs> I mean, it'd be, I mean they could, yeah. but like it would be like they'd, weird short day, weird long day. I mean,
2: that is the one thing that like that. I feel like if they wanted to make things. Ev- more fancy than it already is is like they should it should really count the amount of sunlight blocking the spheres do because like if you have solar panels on the planet they work just as good as there's a sphere in the way right. <laughs> it's like that that shouldn't be like that that's, that's, not, that's what the sphere's for so. yeah exactly there's, i mean it, it, you can sort of when you look at the sphere in, in from a, the surface of the planet or while you're in space you can see that like the solar panel parts of it are like partially transparent it does actually let some of the light through. It's not a full, perfect layer. But, like, not as much as you would think... Not as much as would make a daylight, like, full daylight. (laughs) Halo rings? How does night work? Like, are they just... Is it just when it's, like, turned... Well, those aren't orbiting a sun, are they? So they would just rotate... They could just rotate non... There has to be a sun somewhere, right? Because otherwise have would they... Well, they could be in the shadow of the planet or they're orbiting around, I guess.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's... Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's like, otherwise, yeah, they would have to just be like, just turn completely flat on and like cast a shadow
2: off their own rim. Well, I mean, they could do that. La- it could do, but it wouldn't last very long, I guess. Unless it was, you know, mechanical, not automatic. If it if it physically had engines or whatever to align itself like that for a yeah. while, <laughs> but then like if you were yeah, it would have to stay like that, but then. And then rotate and then stop in order to get
1: in like an even day-night cycle, right? Like it would. Yeah, I mean, it could do that. Could do that if it was able to. Yeah, if it was able to have some ridiculous amount of thrust to keep itself turning and stop. I mean,
2: that, not that surprising considering the 4 table <laughs> okay,
0: Maybe, Because in the ring world, that's a lot bigger, right? That goes a, not di- not a full Dyson sphere, but it's a ring around a sun that Yeah. you can have. Like that has like, you know, big squares that are going around it, like the interleaving.
2: Yeah, <laughs> on like a basically a, a slightly smaller ring that then blocks off the sunlight yeah. for part of the time.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. You don't see that? Yeah, way, I can't yeah. remember. The, I think in Halo, Halo's a much smaller ring, and I think it's supposed to be half in the shadow of something else, right?
2: Because mm. they just orbit planets, usually. Yeah. It's an orbital. And then, I guess, very briefly talk about RoboCrest again, because... I'll played it a little bit again, but yeah. I, I also did a... I also tried to get into some of the other routes that we hadn't got into because they're quite awkward, like the speed run route. Because mm. there's a door that you have to get to within a certain time limit and get through the first level and a half within a certain time limit to get into this specific door. So I did that. And that's weird because, like, so... The one alternate route that we had been down that has one of the crystals, there's like six crystals you have to get to do the special thing at the end. The one that we had been down is just like a regular level, except with a really hard boss fight, right? Because mm. we, we died at that.
1: Oh, is that the elite?
2: Yeah, the elite. The room full of elites. Yeah. And apart from that, it's just on a regular level. Yeah. But... I think all the other crystal routes are like special in some way. So the speed run door, if you, the door that you have to get to within a certain time limit, that mm. level that's after that, there's no enemies. You just have to get through the level within a time oh, wow. limit. Okay, yeah, it's a platforming and then the, level. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a platforming level, and then there's like little pickups that make you move faster. So you kind of have oh. to like follow this specific route through. Well, them, that's interesting. Through the level. And I failed and blew up immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mainly because I didn't realise what was going on for, like, 30 seconds. I was like, well, where's all the enemies? Oh, wait, I understand what's going on now. Oh, shit. <laughs> mm. And then I ran out of time. And then the planet exploded, I guess. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, it uses the same sequence of... It, like, has this... Where, it like, the game just abruptly cuts, which is very disorienting when it happens, but, like, the game just abruptly cuts to a sequence where it's, like, it's looking down from space and there's just a huge explosion. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what? which is what also happens if you do that when there's that first boss where it has a self-destruct sequence where if you do too much damage to it while it's in a certain pose it just explodes and kills you well,
1: didn't even realise it did that yes
2: it does do that but yeah I, 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 I also accidentally did that because I was fighting that boss with a melee weapon so I didn't recognise that its animation had changed because I was standing right next to it <laughs> right. so I just hit it again and it fucking exploded and killed me <laughs> And then yeah, so then there's another route which is actually kind of similar. Where How did we not die last time? Then because I'm sure I did. Like just kept shooting because I did it. <laughs> okay. I I I know that that's coming, so I was watching the bars, and I was like, yeah, I just run over there real quickly, and do that, and run away even you know? though. <laughs> okay. So there's another route that I went down that has a a similar mechanic to the speed run route, except I think it's enemy based. So it seems like all the enemies are explosive in this route. But when you kill certain ones of them, they drop a, a different orb rather than the health orbs that all the enemies drop. They drop a different orb, and you have to basically maintain a combo of those orbs as you move through the level Ugh. to get to that's, the that's door true. at the end.
1: Yeah. So Especially if you... Well, yeah. No, no, like, you have to make sure you know which way you're going. Like, presumably well, the park no, is I, easier. I those? mean, that
2: one and the speedrun level are just straight shots. Okay. So it's like you, there's no branches or anything. You just have to go. But I failed that one immediately as well because I also didn't understand what was going on. I was like, what are these weird orbs? And then I looked at the top of the... It was funny, I looked at the top of the screen where the UI with the bar that tells you about it is pretty much the exact moment it disappeared because I failed. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> it's like I caught it for a split second. I was like, oh, I think there was something I was going be doing. <laughs> <laughs> but that one, at least you don't immediately die if you fail. Like, you just go to a different area. <laughs> oh, right. You just don't get the crystal and you go to a different route. What, yeah. So yeah, those those crystal roots do seem to be like quite specific challenges. Mm, interesting, that's kind of cool. I mean, slightly awkward, but kind of cool. Yeah. But obviously, you theoretically only have to do those one time to yeah. succeed and get the crystal, and then also the crystals actually have when when you. I got one of them. I forget which one. I don't remember what the level was. Oh, I think I did... I think I found the easiest one where it's just, like, you just have to do the purple rooms. Like, you have to do them. Oh, right. And then there's, like, three of them in this level, so it forces you to... That's that's quite an easy one. Apart from that, it's just nor, a fairly normal level, so I guess there is two that are fairly normal. But I got that crystal, and it appears in the base as a thing you can interact with at the start, and it apart from its effect on the end of the game mm-hmm. where it makes the last level easier it also if you've got it turned on it like ups drop rates but makes more elite enemies spawn yeah
1: interesting
2: so you can, yeah, so can so actually each, each balance of the,
1: the game a bit, yeah. yeah
2: each of the crystals you get can make the game harder but then you can just turn that on and off so you They're can scale it
1: ah huh. neat so yeah
2: that was very Chris much less played that than all yeah the other I stuff.
1: do I do want to play more than that more of that but uh, it's circumstances normally a little awkward at the moment
2: and yeah you've got to put in your Yakuza time I have got to put in my,
1: my Yakuza time
0: <laughs> is that what you've been playing
2: I've Rock been doing this? a
1: lot of that <laughs> in fairness I've been doing an awful lot of that Um. yeah I don't know I mean I'm starting to get to the point where I'm starting to unlock like I've played a, a good bunch of Kiryu, a good bunch of Majima, and it's done the thing that the other game's doing, flip-flops between them. I still don't quite know how their storylines connect yet. There right. doesn't seem to be any connective tissue between the two. I mean, um, does it seem like there's going to be from
2: what you know from the future?
1: No. I don't, I don't know... <laughs> They might just remain completely separate. I don't know. Like, the game has told me in a couple of points, it's like, there will, there will at some point come a, become the ability where you can swap between protagonists. Mm. So I can be Kiryu or Majima. I don't know whether that means swapping Kemba. between Kamurocho or Sotombori storylines. Right. Um, completely separately. But it just gives me the freedom to do them at my pace or something. I have absolutely no idea what that what, what that's going to play like. Um so yeah, at the moment, like narratively, it's a bit different. I, I think I I, fe- I feel like in Yakuza yeah, Four and Five, where they had um, even with their like large number of protagonists that you were playing with, um, they there was always like before you switched to the next character, there was a little bit of information that made you think, oh wait, hang on, but then that that's the same guy as as was in this one, or that's the same. A similar piece of information that was involved in this one so like mm. as as you started swapping b- between characters there were links right forming
2: they they were all giving bits of information that were going to lead them to the same place yeah
1: usually not a lot <laughs> admittedly like they would, it would so it would keep them pretty separate and then with a little hint um but i'm not getting none of that this time basically yeah as far as i can tell kiryu and majimo are totally separate um uh yeah but it's like Majima's I I don't know if I talked about it last time but Majima's story is 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 leaning into a story they kind of told elsewhere but is filling in the whole story you see what I mean it was this it was like oh yeah this happened and I met this person and these things went down and uh um uh and yeah, they're, they're going, they're going all in basically and being like, no, this is what was actually going on during this time. And this is the whole, the whole picture. And I was And that's kind of cool. That's, I quite like that. Um, uh, and you know, it's an excuse to explain why Majima was a, uh, a cabaret <laughs> club master. Um, because <laughs> there's like, cause it was, it's, it's a little bit confusing, right? Cause I knew the cabaret game was coming back in this one. Right. Um, uh I think it, I, I can't remember where it was in Yakuza Koami One or two, but anyway, it's it's it the exact same game that was in that, the exact same mini game. Um but it's um uh you know that I enjoyed in those ones. Plenty of the cabaret stuff is is, is has been pretty boring and rubbish throughout the Yakuza series, but like by this but this particular version, I think they call it um Cabaret Club Czar. <laughs> um Okay. Cabaret um, oligarch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, this this is the good one. Um yeah, so it's the same one of those. Um I think I think it was Kiwami 2 where that turned up. Um uh yeah, so I'm enjoying that that's back. But it's it's kind of weird, like, because you start you start Majima's storyline as like, oh he already owns the Grand, which is a big ass building that you'll be familiar with in in, in Osaka. Um, but you've never been able to go in there, I think, as part of the storyline. But it's like, as as it turns out, Majima's running the place um, (laughs) back in the 80s. uh, But it's like, there's a a subtle difference. Supposedly, this is what they called full cabaret, and the cabaret clubs, these smaller, more intimate environments for talking to ladies without like a full band on stage and stuff. It's like, these these are new, and the upcoming business model, and... And so Majima wants wants a bit of that, and that's why there's this there's this game like here as well as him being the manager of the Grand somehow. <laughs> I don't know, it's a bit strange, but a bit of an excuse. Uh, you can you can tell like they're doing the like the, the 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 like reuse of assets thing between them though, right? Because it's like. All the animations that were Kiryu's when I last played that game—it's just they're the same here. It's just Majima doing oh, it. Right. Oh, right? That's slightly oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, that's a bit weird. so there's 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 some stuff that's just like they've they've just lifted wholesale and just put a different character model on, um, which you know they do all the time. <laughs> well, sure,
2: but, but it doesn't make as much sense when it's. A very different character Yeah, <laughs> Majima is a bit more of a different character than oh, yeah. basically anyone else in that game and then, and then
1: the problem I have with Majima right is like he's he had he uh, Kiwami 1 spoils you yeah on the Majima because the Majima it's not just the fact that Majima is cool in the story in that game and his actual normal thing but the Majima Everywhere system is amazing Yeah, and and hilarious and so out there and bizarre, and he has never hit that height again for me like he's just that that there was there was so much of him there, like when he's been portrayed in all the other games I've played so far he's he's been quite actually quite serious right and and not as mad as he is in Kiwami one i don't know if they like uh I'm starting to think I should go back and play the original, original. Right. Like, play Yakuza 1, but the PS2 version. Right. And just to see how, like, how Majima yeah. is portrayed in that and see if, like, his, no, his character was supposed to be quite serious and stuff, but they, like, went insane in the Kawami mode for some reason uh, and just made made him utterly
2: mental. Um, it makes it more like a guide. always, where it's, more like, it's not just a remake, it's like we've made it weird. Uh. yeah. <laughs> Well, I think they did that as well.
1: For sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I, uh, but I know there's some of the bonkers stuff originates all the way from the PS2 version. But I don't like. Yeah, Majima's character is a strange one for me because he seemed nuts in Kiwami and has been calmer everywhere else. So, as much as I still like him as a character, and is you know they 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 word his they definitely word his scenes differently. He's a lot more sweary than Kiryu. <laughs> he's a lot more. Mm. Um, uh, you know, it feels a lot more punk, I
3: suppose. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, yeah, his his actions aren't as nuts. And he still gets roped, because, I guess because this is the first time you're playing as him and it's a a game. It does feel weird that he's still getting roped into Kiryu-like situations. Mm. Right, he's still helping kids who want dolls out of UFO catcher machines.
3: Mm. Not, yeah. a, not, not yeah, at yeah. all
1: creepy. It's just, I'm <laughs> not just doing him for. a favour. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, going on fake dates to with someone to, to make them feel better about their father's disapproval, you know, that kind of stuff. It's I mean, like how is Majima getting involved in this stuff? He would just walk away or play Well I mean it doesn't the, feel like in keeping with Majima too much.
2: The way that should have been done is you should have had it be this weird, like exactly the same thing Kiryu does, but then like make Majima do it a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> same situation, but like he's he's taking a different angle.
1: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't quite feel like that, it feels feels pretty much. He he just it just feels like Kiryu, but with slightly different writing on it. Mm.
2: Like
1: yeah, just just not not quite as insane. Um, and there's a lot of re- returning characters which are quite fun. They've they've uh, like the the main antagonist of Kiwami 2 has turned up, but obviously he was a kid in this one. He was still mm. in school, right. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. And then they do sort of like at the last minute. I'm like, it's, I was sort of thinking all through this like little sequence. It's like. Is that he looks a lot like that guy? And then at the end they do the big name reveal. And it's like I am Ryuji Goda. And it's like, oh, what is that guy? Like, <laughs> he's, just, he's just in school. Um, so they're doing cool stuff like that. Where it's like, oh clearly everyone has met everyone before. <laughs> they just forget.
2: Yeah. Is, yeah. Every game. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah.
1: Uh and they can get away with some of that on the Majima side, right? Because obviously the storylines were Kiryu focused. Mm, like, mm. so some of the characters you're yeah. coming across, it's like, oh, Kiryu will have met this person in the 2000s, ah, oh, but Majima, Majima gets to meet them a couple of decades <laughs> earlier. Uh, anyway, like all that stuff aside, I'm constantly impressed, especially with these the the these more recent ones with Karami Zero and two. How, despite how disparate their systems see, feel, like, like oh, there's this cabaret minigame that's just there for money, uh, like, or there's all these weird side stories or, uh, and, and stuff like that, or there's these, these, like, doing everything earns you completion points, and then you have to put those points into another way of levelling up, blah, 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 blah. Uh, like, just disparate as all those things seem to be, like they actually do a real clever job of keeping everything linked to everything else. Like, in the sense that if you do a whole bunch of side stories, um, yeah, those go. characters for those side stories start turning up as wanting to work at the cabaret club, <laughs> or, okay. or wanting to be uh, Kiryu's assistants in his real estate business. Like, they start, like, so there's a, there's a, there is a benefit to going out and doing the side story stuff, because it starts feeding back, because... Um, there's a de- i guess one of the key differences in the in in that i think i touched on last time in this is that there isn't an experience point system in in Yakuza zero that uh, like that that's that, that's all been stripped stripped away everything is about the money so doing side stories doesn't earn you nearly as much here um like you're not really getting experience out of it you might be getting uh like you're, you're edging towards maybe getting another completion point, which you get for doing so many of these things and stuff like that. Yeah. But you're not, you're not actively gaining experience for everything you engage with. So it's nice that they came up with a way of being like, no, 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 we're going to reward you in a different way for what you're doing in right, these things okay. and feed it back into the other systems, which you do want to engage with because the game is all about money. So you really do want to do the real estate business and you really want to do the cabaret club because you get to a point where the the cost of an ability is is super expensive mm. so you want to be engaging with these side side stuff in order to build the side games so you can build your money so you can do better at the main game and it all works it all comes together but you have to be that sort of player that doesn't just critical path it like mm. this more probably more so than any other one of the games in the series you have to be invested in playing everything um well, not necessarily playing everything. I don't feel invested to go play another round of bloody darts, <laughs> but <laughs> or another another go at subpar pool. I don't know. I'm not really uh, not, not necessarily here for that. It's cool that they're there and they're still there. I found the gambling hall, and it's like, well, okay, I could go I could go play some more blackjack again if I wanted. That's still there, um, but I've not got I, I've got no no reason to because I've got better ways of making money. <laughs> been <laughs> gambling you would hope so <laughs> yeah i found some more reused stuff like as well like so in Kawami one there's like one of its it's got like this collectible card game that's basically a rock paper scissors a, a rock paper scissors game uh which it existed in real life like it was about bug battling right so in right. japan they had that but of course in in yakuza they made it about women fighting each other <laughs> in, bug in bug costumes <laughs> yep so I found that they've been able to like reuse those wrestling assets and effectively that game type in a in an underground betting arena thing. So it's no, it's not women in bug costumes anymore. No, it's just women. And <laughs> you bet against them. You bet. And there's a whole like I haven't engaged in this yet, but there is a, there's this, like a secondary game of like almost horse racing there, where you like you need to be examining the form of the of the wrestlers, like past performances, and engaging. And there's a way to game that system apparently to also make a whole bunch of money. Um, <laughs> So I haven't really let, figured that one out. It's um, for as much as it's Yakuza on the surface. There's quite a lot going on here that's different, and I'm and I'm appreciating that. Um, the 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 change in focus is is interesting. I guess it is like the first Gaiden. I suppose it's like this is the this is a remix of the systems you're used to.
2: I see. Okay. Well. More of a, a mechanical guy then not necessarily a story guy yeah <laughs> not necessarily a necessary story. The story
1: the story feels very much in line with what you'd expect um, from, from a Yakuza game um, just in the 80s Gnome I, I, thought it was funny when um, Majima received a page because <laughs> obviously there's no mobile phones in this like uh, well there is there's one mobile phone it's a guy carrying a massive like bag Giant phone and doom. there's a whole sub right, story yeah. about getting, getting that to work <laughs> uh but yeah, no, just just when Majima received a page, like name was like classic. <laughs> it's like yeah, eighties baby. It's, how it had to be done. it's not even a pager that has letters on it. It's like it, it's there's like a number system, and and everyone seems to know that the numbers mean words somehow. I don't know some sort of coding mechanism that everyone's memorized.
0: I think that's a thing, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I think it was, but like they yeah they just knew it. It's like oh that's eighty nine. Oh that means dragon. <laughs> like, Yeah. I don't know. You know I love these games, but like I, I yeah. I'm I'm appreciating that this is uh having played all the all the was it the free four and five remasters, this one's shaking it up a bit in a way that I appreciate. Um
0: Just enough to keep you into it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> even even if you are still beating everyone in the face quite a lot. At least I can do it while breakdancing now, you know.
0: Because <laughs> 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 we can break dance. How about breakdancing? <laughs> cool yeah
1: love it uh oh and i haven't really played a lot else honestly i've been been pooling into that i did i did briefly return to uh vampire survivors uh just because that's a thing i can do one-handed whilst watching bubba pretty much right um <laughs> right, uh, yeah. uh, i did briefly return to the quake remaster actually <laughs> and went through um episode two of the main campaign of that
3: um
1: they're not very big, like. But it shows you how much, no. like, how much of that I'm actually able to play. I was like, I've still got half that game to do, and there's like all these bonus campaigns they threw in with these remasters. So it's... there's a lot of Quake there, uh, but that's that's actually. I had quite a lot of fun actually playing that. Something about going back to I mean, Quake. It's one Quake. Is... Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Quake rules. I mean, you've seen Always every did. enemy in the game by the time you finished episode two. So it's. <laughs>
0: Apart from maybe the yeah, boss. Yeah, that's boss. true. Uh, How do You have to telefrag the final boss. Yeah, you, you? do. Yeah.
1: And it's, it's really unlike not clear that that's what you have to do. No. Because at no point in the game so far has telefragging been a thing. No. Um, like in the single player. Uh, Oh, I know. Like, there is something about that. Like, it's not just like you have to telefrag it. You have to know that there is this little weird orb flying around, and that's yep. where you teleport to. And you've got to figure that out yourself. Yes, and like, you have to like,
2: w- and it just like phases into the boss's model as you're watching yeah, yeah. it fly around. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's, it's super unclear. <laughs>
1: it's super. It's, it's one of the weirdest end bosses like ever. Like, yeah, it's, it's super unclear. Uh, games were made different then. <laughs> uh, yeah that's pretty much all i've got i can leave it there cool i'm sure there'll be something but yeah i can leave it there
0: well that works out well because we're running on <laughs> cool well i still haven't finished mario so i'll let you guys know when i do no. also. oh no i need to get back to that that'll be next um yeah what are we doing video wise I
3: suppose
1: more Sonic Adventure 2 coming your way. Like more Sonic two.
0: is what we do, of course. And we're in media <laughs> herd.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait, uh, but we've got wrong?
0: to the uh, the dark story, right? So we're more than halfway through. Well, yes, not right. in this next video, though, right? Yeah, no. Oh, in right. The, uh, we'll uh, in not
1: in the one that's it's online coming. right now. In the next one coming, we get through the, the, right, the story. Okay. Gone. So, so check
0: out the saga so far. And if you want more Sonic, we've also got the... Murder of Sonic and the Hedgehog and many <laughs> and, other yeah, Sonic yeah, cases before of as well to look up. <laughs> so just use the search feature of uh, of HappySalad.net to find those. Or you can just use the search feature of YouTube I guess on our channel. I which mean, is Happy Salad.
1: Go- yeah, I mean Google have been experimenting
0: with <laughs> searches. Yeah. yeah. For a while. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. There's also a Pizza Town video which is a lot of fun, I'm sure. <laughs> And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another one of these here salad casts. So we'll catch you then. Whoop, whoop. Bye.